Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 247 for the week of December 1st, 2012. I'm your host, Chris Bridget, here, here with a bunch of people from RP Gamer. And I'm sorry for talking fast if you're one of those people who listens to podcasts at three times. That was probably hard to make out. First off, from the West Coast, Michael Tidwell. I was wondering who he was going to pick. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. I had to pick. <laughs> What's I up, saw everyone? the pause. I'm like, which one? There's two of us. I know. It was scary. That's right. Also, there is Emmanuel Marino. On the lower west coast? The lower west side. I'm on the west yes, side just... of Madison myself. Okay. Yeah. There you go. See, west coast. West coast represent. And John Yearworth is in the west coast of the Thames, right? South coast. South, south coast. coast. Is it at least the southwest coast? No. I'm officially... Uh, well, most of the uh, websites I find usually treat Hampshire as part of the southeast. So you are on... the. You're like right over the channel. I, well, I am. On the channel. Yeah. On the channel? Like you're on a raft or a houseboat? No, no. Yeah, as in the sea is like a 10-minute walk away. The sea is a 10-minute walk. Wisconsin doesn't have a coast. That's true. Except for the east side, which has a coast that's on a you know great lake, and the north side that's on another great lake. But other than that, you're right. There's no coast. Those are lakes. They don't count. Oh, okay. I mean, I have a lake a block away. It's not a coast. Yeah, thank you, Master Chief, for giving us our geography lesson for the day. Guys, what have we been playing? Oh, actually, we should first we should talk. Sorry for missing the show last week. Everybody, well, I was out of town. Anna was out of town with me. There was no equipment, and so we didn't do a podcast. Instead, everybody stayed inside clicking and looking for Black Friday deals. Mm, Black Friday deals. We just spent like the next minutes talking about all this. So I bought this, and I bought this. I this. well, I can tell you real quick. I got XCOM for twenty five, Dishonored for twenty five, Dance Central three for fifteen, Connect Star Wars for ten, and Forza Horizon for fifteen. There's like my my highlights. You got Forza Horizon. Finally, is going to be someone in my auto log who I can compete with. During he'll races. never play it. Oh. He just has it. Oh no! Huh. Because I also picked up the Microsoft Wireless Steering Wheel for twenty. <laughs> uh, but this will come on. But I've seen your drive. You're saying I better the off with the controller? The lanes will be too small, so I think you won't be able to fit. Only in and Seattle. And pull you over. <laughs> Only in Seattle are the lanes too small. You know, I was sitting there and I was driving to L.A. And I'm like, holy crap, these are even smaller than Seattle. Dude, oh, stop meowing I... at your mouse. It's right there. Just eat it. That might have been my cat you heard. No, he is sitting there meowing at the mouse while he's not killing it. Okay. Simon, get off the Powerball tickets that didn't win. Oh, you didn't win your five hundred fifty million. No, I didn't. I did not win my five hundred fifty million. What are you Very eating? Sad. Nothing. No, he's eating the floor. Master Chief in the chat room. Yes, I do have the Wii wheel. It came with Mario Kart when I bought it. It's kind of lame, but it works a lot better than I thought it would. <clears throat> What'd you guys do for Thanksgiving? Went to the in-laws. Went to the in-laws. And. Oh, I didn't actually post it on Twitter. I have, like, literally, like, you should frame this picture as, like, this is what family Thanksgiving in the U.S. should look like. It's got, like, the wooden table and all the foods laid out and the checkerboard tablecloth and everything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. But that's not what you had? No, that's what it, I mean, that's the picture I took of our table before we ate. Oh. So it was cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, Master Chief, none of us did any late night camping at a store, right? Are you kidding? You get wet when you do that. 
well, don't no. even have Black Friday. Well, first of all, <laughs> John's like, hey, you're all dumb. Yeah, you you should just have soggy Thursday, because you don't you don't have Thanksgiving, and it's always raining there, right? Or so. It's not raining there any more than it does here. Okay, foggy Thursday then. It's it's London. Yeah. I got your face. I got your face. So so what I what I'm thinking what I'm thinking is this. Mm-hmm. Is Black Friday is like not even a thing now because it doesn't even matter. It you starts know on Thursday. <clears throat> yeah, eight o'clock Thursday. They're like, let's go shopping. I'm like, who's the jerk who made people work at eight o'clock on Thursday on Thanksgiving evening? Uh, exactly. Target. And Walmart. Yeah, and Walmart and everybody, Sears. a lot of places. Yeah, they're all like 8 p.m. I'm like, dude, at 8 p.m. I am comatose. There's no way I'm getting out of my chair. Yeah, well, well the I, girls are. I didn't even start eating <clears throat> dinner until like 8:30. I'm not going out. I think the idea is the girls go shopping while the guys continue watching football. I couldn't yeah. even watch football. I hurt so oh, much. But... I had. <laughs> you hurt too much. Lying there and I'm breathing and I'm like. Every breath hurts. Close. <laughs> no, but if you go Black Friday shopping, you need to bring some muscle with you. You need a, you need like a posse to deal with those crowds and the people Just, yelling well, and but pushing. But that's the thing, Manny. The way they've structured it now, they don't have the crowds and the yelling because it's a soft launch. The stores are open before the the deals start. At least with Walmart, <clears> that's the way it works. Like you, you, they were open like all day on Thanksgiving, so you could walk in at six o'clock and get in line. And this was clever. Instead of people lining up outside, what they did is they had balloons at various points in the store, and you would line up by those balloons for a particular deal you were waiting for. So we we passed, we were in Walmart to pick up some uh, fixins, and they uh, they had there, there was only I saw a bunch of these balloons, but only one with people in front of it. It was for the sixty inch TV, and they had like ten people in it, some with like lawn chairs. So they were camping out inside the store but in the frozen that, food section. <laughs> that was the weird thing about the walmart thing was they were like here's our our uh doorbuster deal but if you come in between 12 and 1 or whatever it was we have one yeah so why are you lining up well they because they were supposed to pull them what do you mean wait 12 or 1 on the day before or the day after at at midnight yeah. on friday morning if yeah. you came between 12 a.m and 1 a.m it was guaranteed to be there oh really yeah, so why are you idiots lining up? What do you mean it was guaranteed? Were they giving out rain checks? All they, they said on the TV, if you come between 12 and 1, these Black Friday blockbuster deals or whatever, guaranteed. I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, why would you line up? I come at like 1230, I'd be like, hey, I want a TV. Hey, I want one of these. I oh, don't okay, think Black cool. Friday no, should okay. start at midnight. I don't think it should start at 8 p.m. the night before. I, I think, think it should be 4, four in, in the morning. morning. Four I don't want there yeah. at midnight. Exactly. I think it depends what part of the country, because apparently, like, look, a master chief in our chat is saying he went wandering to a Best Buy in the middle of Black Friday, packed like sardines. My yeah. my wife went shopping Black Friday morning. She's like, oh, my God, you can't believe the line. There was a whole one person in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everywhere I went was, like, totally calm compared to normal Black Fridays. Yeah, but then they had that fight in Sacramento. That was kind of cool. Mm. But I don't live in a big city. And this was in Omaha that we did Black Friday. The biggest thing was a local store called Nebraska Furniture Mart. Um, they have an electronics department called the Mega Mart. It's huge. It's bigger than Best Buy, um, and it has better deals, frankly. Um, and that was the busiest store, but even then it was uh, not so busy, you know, not unmanageably busy. It was crowded, but not terrible. I did my annual Black Friday tradition that I do every year. Stay I home and shop on Amazon? Any, yes. And under any circumstance, do I leave the house? <laughs> See, and I, I thought it was nice because I learned that 
you know, if they're going to do things like this, the benefit is I can go outside on Black Friday. The traffic's not bad, and the crowds aren't bad, and, and whatever. But, um, but then I would have missed my awesome deal. Well, you okay. So I was also, while both out and in, I was always checking Amazon and Cheap Apps Gamer, and I had Twitter a Twitter list for all the Amazon deal updates. So I was watching Lightning Deals like crazy, and most of the stuff I bought was via Lightning Deals. Because, uh, you know, you're right. It's the best stuff. And the Microsoft Store thing, which was insane. Um, yeah, Microsoft had some great deals. So, Yeah, you, but right, I missed the Connect, the which was on Wednesday for some reason on Amazon. Uh, 50 bucks. I was watching that All whole right. week. So, I need some Xbox Live friends to play some Forza Horizon then if Chris is never going to play it. Or I'm maybe you will. It. I'm going to play I'm it. I'm just waiting for my it. steering wheel. So I picked up, let me see, I got Forza Horizon for 15 I picked up Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition, which I've been playing this week for like 20 bucks. I got Batman Arkham City, Game of the Year Edition, $20. Uh, I sold, I had an extra PS3 copy of Black Ops I sold, and I used that money plus to trade in for my 360, my old 360, get a brand new 360, but it was a special uh, bundle from the Microsoft Store that came with a... Forza Motorsport and Halo Anniversary Edition. So I got a new 360, which is nice to have some more space. And I think that's it. Why'd you buy a new 360? Mine was old, was noisy. It was noisy and I was running in a hard drive space constantly. Hmm. I guess the way they charge for hard drives, it might actually be cheaper to buy a new system, huh? Well, after the trade-in and just selling that copy of Black Ops, I spent like less than like $50 or $60 on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That works. It was. It's, How much for me, did they give you for Black Ops, by the way? I I sold it for like forty five dollars to GameStop. No, just on Amazon. On uh, Amazon. Yeah. To a to a person, right? Yeah. Not to Amazon. Okay. It was you know it was brand new and sealed straight from that uh, launch party, so right, I right. just sold it forty five bucks. That's excellent. And then you know the trading was like sixty. So I'll, and it was like a two hundred dollar deal, and I was gonna buy uh, anniversary for twenty dollars anyway. So it's like I ended up saving enough to warrant it because really, my, it's I have a pretty old system, and it's pre- even when it's even when you install it to the hard drive, it has like this idle sound that's just a fence or like a an audible. Okay, yeah, mine doesn't do that. I have a black elite though. For people wondering, um, if you need more descriptions of loud Xboxes, go back in our archives and look for Sean Lucifer Cooper talking about his Xbox. Yeah, so, you know, why not? Because I doubt I'm going to buy a new 720 the day it comes out at launch. It's always best to wait a little bit to see what, <laughs> what pans out. Well, but especially I'm sure with you Microsoft consoles. All, well, I'm sure you could tell me all about the Wii U pretty soon, and I want to hear all about that because I think you're the only one on staff who has one, right? Uh, that's correct. Mac didn't get one. I thought he buys everything. Mac did not get one. We're no, I don't. I, yeah, he would have tweeted a lot about it, right? I don't know. He tweets so much. I can't keep up sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but first, Michael, did you have any deals you got other than the Vita? No, that was. I was like, I just blew two hundred bucks on a Vita. I'm probably done buying for today. Michael got the Amazon hundred eighty dollars for Vita with Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. PlayStation All Stars for Vita, and three months of PlayStation Plus, and a four gig memory card. Yeah, which is just an insulting memory card size, but you know. Yeah, I was like, wow, you that can hold like Persona. Four games. <laughs> and, no. and you're done. <laughs> really? It's that big? Yes, it's like three point seven gigs. Uh, that's not good. But it's it's worth it. Well, no, that means I need another card. 
Yeah. Yeah. You do. Is, is the mm. only way. It's unfortunately, yes. Because they put some games on mine already, and now I heard you can't swap them very easy or something. Well, you could just re-download it on the other card, can't you? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering, because people are saying, like before, if you swapped cards, it was a pain in the butt. Okay. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I've no, I only have the 32-gig card, so... Oh, actually, I do have a 4-gig card, but I don't use it. <laughs> like, when I, got the, when I got the system, the first thing I did was... The okay, so was you, said it, you said it was yeah, 3.7 gigs, right? But does it come in a cart like Assassin's Creed 3 did? Oh, you, you could buy the cartridge version. Yeah. Then I wouldn't need that much space, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't think of buying cartridge versions of Vita games anymore. Well, I don't have a big enough card, so okay. I'd rather buy a cartridge version than have to go buy an $80 card. Yeah, you're right. And then you could get the um, the super overpriced gold edition. Which is also insulting. Yeah, don't buy that. Just get the regular game. $80 freaking dollars for it's... 32 gigs. What? It's $80 for 32 oh, gigs. Oh, for a memory stupid. card. Yeah. It's, ins- it's just It's 87 robbery. actually. Um, yeah. No, you're right. Uh Screw you, Sony. I also got a... Well, just buy the cartridge version. I, I also got oh, a yeah. new game. Um, <gasps> what? You didn't run out of new games? Actually, Mike, you should... On your 4-gig card, you should put well, a game on there. Hot Shots Golf, so you can do the dailies. So it'll always be there. Um. Yeah, I was going to do that. And then um, I could... For some reason, I couldn't... The, pa- the card that it had was so old. I couldn't even remember when it expired. And it's like, I don't have my card with me, so I haven't set up a new card yet. But I was going to buy that otherwise. You should do that. I, right I started now. playing All-Stars, and I kind of forgot. Do that during the podcast. <sighs> should I get All-Stars? Is it awesome? I don't know. I've only played with um, that one guy. What's his name? I don't know. Not Sly, but the other animal thingy. Um, Sony does not have the most memorable Dexter? characters. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, Jack isn't an animal. Daxter's the animal. Dax, whatever. He's the that, that, that the, game the Otzel. with the animal thing. Yeah. So I've only played with him. Um, it does have a bit of a like. I almost feel like it's cheap, right? Like you power up your your level, you get the power shot, and you just kill everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, so far the computer really sucks because I don't have a good rank or a good challenge. So it's like. Last time I won, I had 17 points. One computer had one point. One computer had negative five points. One computer had negative 16 points. So I don't really feel like it's that challenging. Um, but I also noticed the scoring's a little different. I don't know. So far, I mean, I played for two hours, and it was 2 a.m., and I was sleepy. So I must have liked it. But I'm not like, boy, I think everybody should go get this game. But maybe with a person, it would be more fun. I just feel like with Smash Brothers, I had more skill involved with dodging and stuff. And this is more like, I just want to punch you in the face as fast as I can so I can charge up my super shot and kill you. And it's like, that's not really a strategy. It's kind of just pounding the buttons until you die. So maybe it gets better because I always thought Smash Brothers is kind of the same way. I'll just punch you with Pikachu and then you'll get up to 120% and I'll do my smash attack and you'll die. So I learned, you know, strategy that way. Yeah. Um, they have the air dodging, the ground dodging, and all that stuff, so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, maybe I'll pick it up. Um, I do like that you have three attacks, which is kind of nice, and then directionals and all that stuff. So you do have some sort of, like, you can start learning combos and stuff, but I also get the feeling there's going to be some characters that probably just own you somehow. 
like mm-hmm. the way Ness used to. It was just like you couldn't do anything against Ness. I was like, uh, well, if I get close, well, only you if you're playing against someone who knew how to use the the psychic yo-yo thing to boost him around. Oh no, I mean, I, yeah, but I'm saying there will be people out there who like you play yeah. online. You're like, holy crap, you're just I can't even do anything, you know? Because that Ness is actually hard to control. I think. Oh, Ness is extremely hard to control, but once you can do it, it's yeah. crazy good. I want to I mean, play I with Parappa. With I want to figure out how to play with Parappa in the in PlayStation All Stars. Yeah, there was one. Oh, who was I playing? You? Oh, Sackboy. Yeah, it's like Game and Watch. He just kind of throws crap around the screen, and stuff happens. Ooh, I like Game and Watch. Yeah, so I think I remember like... beating someone with bacon at some point. Shut up. Oh, was that you? That was I you? Hear, all you did was throw bacon at me ah. the whole time. And then I would like I couldn't do anything. And then I would run up to you and you'd smash me with a hammer. And I'm like, oh my god. And I was playing I was playing like uh Marth or something, so I had no power. You know. If it was Roy, I could have killed you. No, I have Marth. So it's like I hit you and you fly back two feet and hit with more bacon. I'm like, what the heck? I could not kill you. It was do not awful. underestimate the power of bacon. Against Marth the Wimp, yes. So you're saying that the Roy's power, smash attack would have gotten through or something? Roy would have hit you farther. Okay. Roy has much more power than Marth. Marth is fast, but Roy is powerful. Okay. And Roy is not slow enough that I feel that Marth was even worth playing. So, yeah, I would do the block thing, and it would hit you, and you'd go back like a foot. If okay. I did that with Roy, you're off, yeah. the, you know, you're off the platform. So I was just like, I can't do anything with this guy. All he does is fast and weak. <laughs> so have you played as either of the PlayStation cats yet? I played one character for two oh. hours, and I went to bed. <laughs> Well, come on. Who the heck is Spike, by the way? Um, Ape Escape. Ape Escape? Okay. Sony does not have a deep well of characters. No, they don't. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm wondering about. Like, if... I mean, unless you really have an affinity for Sony's characters, or you're really, really jonesing for uh, Smash Brothers, I don't know. I, I could easily see you just skipping this. Well, I mean, it was free. Michael so and I want to play have been wanting to play Smash Brothers versus each other over the internet uh, for many years. Okay. And Nintendo kind of dropped the ball on that. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me Nintendo doesn't understand online? No, not with that game, they don't. <laughs> with what game do they? Uh, Strikers. S- Smash Brothers Brawl. Uh, frame cons. Well, no, the, the frame rate it drops to... Oh, yeah, well, no, he said, what game do they know? And I said, they did it well on Strikers. Yeah, Strikers works pretty good, except nobody wants but to play it. Here's Well, yeah, because it's cheap. All you do is play the ghost. Wait, that's the soccer one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. If you play the ghost, all you do is get to a certain point in the screen, press the button, and you appear in the goal, and you win. That's it. Can't yeah. be blocked. So nobody wants to play it because they won't fix it. Yeah, that, that's the other thing they don't know how to do. In addition to a good online system that doesn't work like friend codes, they don't know how to patch they refuse what? to patch. They, An hour-long patch? That's short. Well, you're right. They patched their firmware. <laughs> and they patched Metroid. Hmm. When they had that, um, if you went there through this door and back through this door, your entire save disappeared? Yeah, that they'll patch. Oh, they did patch Metroid? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, the, the Emo Samus one? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know they did that. All right. Well, they had to because they considered it to be like a, a game-breaker. I never but got that patch. A game breaker where you have gameplay issues. No, that's no problem. No, that's no problem. You just deal with that. Everyone will play Ghost. So so how do you think uh, the new Smash Brothers is going to go with... Uh, who's doing that? Namco? 
I, I don't know. I'm kind of. It can only go up as far as online functionality and down as far as Nintendo awesome design, right? I don't know because I wasn't really that enthralled with Brawl. You didn't like Brawl? There was so the much fan love in that game. Dumb. Yeah, that was the thing. But the game was otherwise the same except for these stupid balls that unbalanced everything. All right. And I was like, I'd rather just play with the balls off and then I get to play. But then. But you can the... only make those settings on a local console, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm hmm. But that's okay. You didn't want to play online anyway. It didn't work. Well, no. Yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just. The amount of time I spent in Melee, the amount of time I spent in the original Smash Brothers compared to Brawl, the Brawl was minuscule. I was like, I think I played it like 20, 30 hours compared to the fact that, you know, on Melee, I think that my counter was already triple digits and getting into like the 200s. You know, it was just like, I didn't play Brawl. Nobody really wanted to play Brawl. Half the time I'd go over, we'd play Melee because it was more fun. Hmm. So, no, I I think handing off to Namco's fine because I think they've burned it out and we'll see if Namco can fix it. Interesting. All right, Manny, did you play any of those games you got? I have been enjoying uh, New Vegas, which is, you know, it's a nice change of pace from... I've because I recently replayed, well, actually, more like finished finally uh, Fallout Three, so to play some New Vegas, it's uh, it's fun. I mean, Obsidian, what the, everyone knows, what they excel at is their writing. You know, Chris Avalone is a pretty good writer and writes some funny, interesting dialogue. Got my, you know, I got two companions rolling around with me and the Mojave, and it definitely has a completely different feel from what Fallout Three did. Uh, you know, like it's interesting. There, you know, it's a good mix of. I'm enjoying the story, I'm enjoying the writing, but, well, I shouldn't say good mix, it's an interesting mix between, like, some of the problems, like, the bugs, I had a hard lock on me at least once already, and just some interest, like, some interesting changes, like, I don't like the fact that you only get perks every other level, so I feel, I feel so limited in what I have, like, usually I just, like, like, okay, I'm gonna get strong back so I can carry more crap, I'm gonna get this one and this one, and now I'm just like, oh... I'm not going to get to choose another thing for another two levels. Plus, uh, you know, there's a level cap. I better make each one. I guess that's the point, though, to make each one of your perks that much more meaningful. But it sort of takes away some of the fun <laughs> of getting some of the, like, the, like who's going to take the perk where you can drink water and, like, not get as much radiation when you only have 15 to choose from? Yeah. yeah but uh, so far, I'm, it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying Edie as my, uh, my character. And like his little victory cry whenever an enemy shows up and I have Boone the sniper. Oftentimes when I'm walking around, I'll just see a quick cinematic of someone's head blowing up. I'm like, oh, I guess there was an enemy over there. Hmm. That's nice. You just keep on walking. Um, yeah, like it. Western theme, sepia tones, cowboy music, lonely Western. Having a lot of fun with it. And the funny thing is I originally bought the collector's edition of that two years ago and then when I realized I wasn't going to play it anytime soon, I just sold. I just uh, traded it in for as much money as I could, and then just bought the decided to buy it again when it was uh, for like twenty bucks. Yeah. So you know, I cracked open the collector's edition, flipping through all that stuff, read the comic book in there, and now I'm just playing the game. I spent a lot of time with it so far, and hope to spend some more time with it soon. It's scratching my open world itch. It's nice to actually be playing like an RPG that I'm engrossed in for hours and for hours on end. So you have both the collector's edition and the ultimate edition? Yeah. Nice. But I just sold the game in the box. You know, the game in the box is just a normal retail version. Oh. And I traded it in back when I was like, I can get like $30 for it. Mm-hmm. And then I got it for 20 so I profit. 
<laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael, did you play anything other than? Oh, uh, so I'm playing a crap load of Etrian Odyssey three. F O E. F-O-E. 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 Yeah. Oh, really quickly, um, I just want to say, I also playing some, For- I played a tiny bit of Forza Horizon, and I'm thinking, you and I, Chris, for us to have as much fun with that as possible, we're going to need to have like, a bunch of friends and rivals popping oh, really? up all the time. So it's got to like be like the- auto log on Need for Speed. Pretty much. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking if any of oh, ever, anyone in the audience. Which I picked up. I actually got that um, on Origin for PC. Ah. <laughs> need for Speed, uh, what's it called? Most Wanted. Uh, most Wanted, yeah. Not the not the not the latest one, that's most wanted. I got the one before that. Hot pursuit. Hot pursuit. Two? The one where was the auto log came out. Yeah. All right. Well, if anyone on the listening has Forza Horizon, maybe hit me and Chris up. We can use some people when we start playing and racing. Yes. My issue with picking up most wanted, which I saw for twenty bucks at a couple places, was I couldn't figure out what system to buy it on. So I kind of saw where the friends are, right? Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know on PC, PS3, or Xbox which one would have people wanting to play Most Wanted. So, with Horizon, at least it's an easy choice. <laughs> yep. All right. yeah, 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 exclusive. Exclusive. All right, Michael, you've been playing Etrian Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I'm in the fourth stratum now, which is farther than I've ever gotten. I realized I must have finished like I must have stopped playing midway through the second. Because I didn't remember beating that uh, boss that I did, and because it wiped the floor with me this time, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And I realized that oh, I've never actually beat this boss, and so I actually had to train up and kill it. Um, I mean, what do you want to hear? I'm killing stuff. I'm learning. I got one of my special classes, which is really fun. <clears throat> but you know, same stuff. I'm still digging through a dungeon, so having a lot of fun with it. Okay, that that's all I need to know. And you have not tried Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. I put it in the Vita, and then I played All-Stars. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I think if Sony could figure out how to sell games like Nintendo, their hardware is awesome. I love the Vita. The Vita is a nice piece of hardware, isn't it? Oh, it is dang pretty. And, you know, I mean, we saw it back at E3, and we did the demo and everything, but still, it's just... I just wish there was all this stuff I was playing and all my Nintendo stuff on the Vita. <laughs> what's so striking about it to you? Like, what's getting you the most? It's just a high-quality piece of hardware. I play with my 3DS, and I feel like I'm playing with a cheap piece of plastic with two screens. I'm holding the Vita, and I'm like, now this feels like a game machine. Yeah, you know? and it feels more like, you know, we're used to these high-quality tablets made with glass and touch and everything. Yeah, and it I feels my, like heavy and integrated and substance, having substance. The Vita feels my, more like that. My year-old Galaxy S2 feels more technologically advanced than the 3DS, right? Yeah. The Vita feels much more advanced than my phone. You know, it just feels like I'm holding a real machine. I'm not holding a little toy. Yeah. I hear you. So that's how I feel. Do you see any games on the horizon that you're looking forward to with your Vita? Or? Well, I still need Persona 4. Okay. And so. um, I just got uh, the, which Ragnarok? Ragnarok Tactics. Odyssey? No, it's Odyssey for the other one. Odyssey is a Monster Hunter game. style. Tactics is the tactical game. Right, but one was Vita and one was another. So yeah, Odyssey is Vita. Um, yeah, Odyssey is Vita and Tactics is PSP. 
Oh, well, maybe it's for maybe I got PSP then. I don't know. I got a code and I put it in there and got stuff. Um, I haven't. See, that's the thing. Is until I had a Vita, I wasn't looking at their lineup. So if you guys know of good RPGs coming, then I want to hear it. But other than that, I would yeah, just there's a great one out right now. Uh, it's called Persona 4 Golden. I already said that. Yeah, and that's it. Okay. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> on Twitter, there's like a big... Uh, oh, I'm wrong. Lack- Tactics is on the Vita. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying there's a big pushback. No, I'm wrong. The idea it's not on the, the Vita. Vita. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh. It's a PSP game that's compatible with the Vita. Go ahead, Manny. I will shut up. I was just saying, on the, on, uh, it seems like on Twitter, by uh, Twitter fan, uh, Vita fans, Twitter fans. Tweet of fans. Tweet of Vita fans. I'm reserving that domain right now. Tweet of fans. The tweet Vita. Uh, so Vita fans on Twitter are pushing Max at the idea that there are no good games or games on the horizon for the PS Vita. So I'll be honest, I'm not sure what those games are. <laughs> but uh, but th- if you say there aren't any games, people will come at you. Well, that that's the thing. Uh, notice I did not say, are there any games? I said, are there any RPGs? I'm sure there are fine games coming out. And <laughs> There's a bunch of them. They all are PSP I- games. <laughs> And I haven't even played the four have or three. The three what? Four. No, I have four games. I have four games. Okay. Oh, I will have four games. You don't have, have five, five Michael. I thought your rule was five. Yeah, I'm sorry for a highly discounted handhold. I'll break the rules. You break the rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I also get Madden. I haven't decided. Don't you know all the rules oh. are off during um, Check some reviews on the Vita version of Madden. Really? Oh, wait. I... Actually, you might be okay. So the mad okay. So EA's been lazy with the with the sports ports. Mm-hmm. Um and for things like FIFA, for example, um FIFA that came out last year in the Vita and FIFA this year in the Vita are the same game with just a roster update. Like they didn't even improve the engine or anything to make it more like the console version which did improve significantly between the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing might be true with Madden. Um, I think they don't have like the new physics system that's in the console Madden, but some people don't like that new physics system, so it might work out in its favor. <laughs> um, so yeah, just just read up on that before you you di- take the dive on there. Okay, I'm well, looking I think at this I try list. To find sale, but uh, I was also thinking I might instead of Madden, I might wait for the next show. Yeah, at this point you should wait. Yeah, don't get twelve. Um, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's a little late, and you know, then Ackley and Smoke and all our other guys, they'll get a little more experience, maybe they'll play a little better, you know. <laughs> Come on, Ems, you can do it! Yeah, um, I was listening to, to PlayStation Nation podcast, the people who partnered with us for Extra Life, um, and definite recommendation was wait for show 13. And plus, I, I like the show when I play it on PS3, I just... And Never time to play it on my PS3. If you I wait for it to come out, Mike, you could probably pick up a deal where you get the the both versions for cheap or something. Oh, that comes out on March fifth. Sorry, the M's were bad last year. I want good M's, not bad M's. No, no. I mean, you could get the thirteen and for Vita and PS3 for cheap. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. They might, like. they might do a cross buy, or at the very least, they'll do like they did with the other one, which was like. There was a special bundle price or something. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, I'm looking at this list of games on IGN. There's not really anything on this list I want to play. I know, right? Vita needs some titles. But what happened to Warrior's Lair? Remember that? No. That was, I... like, it was announced on stage. Warrior's Lair? 
It was the Diablo clone for Vita. Oh, I'm sure it died a terrible death. Like most of the console Diablo, or most of the handheld Diablo clones we heard about at E3 the past couple of years. Oh, uh, what's it called? The, the the DS one came out. Heroes of Ruin. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only two. A lot I of people think playing of. that right now. I got that for like twenty bucks. You actually paid for that? My boss bought it, so I wanted to play sometime, but we haven't actually ever had time to actually play it. Here we <laughs> go. Diablo I'm, I'm looking at PS3 attitude. What? The top twenty most anticipated PS Vita games from PS3 no, Attitude.com. Oh, I said oh, play uh, Diablo 3 or Torchlight 2 with them instead. Oh, no, because it's something we like do on the airplane or something. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. What's our top okay, 20, Danny? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, come back to me in a bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you play anything else, Mike? No, that's good. All right, John, what have you been in? You look, you've been playing a ton, haven't you? Well, well, yeah, there was no cast last week, so yeah, I sort of stuff picked stuff up since then. Ooh, I am seeing Mark of the Ninja on here, and I want to know how that is because everyone says they love that. I haven't actually got that far in it, but yeah, it's really good. Oh, I should play that, shouldn't I? Yes, you should. Oh, I prefer the the giant bomb interpretation that it's Mark, comma the ninja. Or wait, was that Giant Bomb or Player One Podcast? I can't remember. Mark the Ninja. I have no idea who that is. Oh, welcome, <laughs> I, um, yeah, so Mark, welcome to the club. Mark right. the Ninja, which I picked up during the uh, the Steam Autumn Sale, which of course is their version of the Black Friday stuff as adjusted for international audiences. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, major MMO stuff this last couple of weeks is um, Planet Side 2 has shifted to full release. Um, that's kind of fun. It's just a shame that I don't think I can actually really play anyone for on play with anyone else, with the exception possibly of Alex, because of uh, is it region? First person. No, no, it's not region locked. It's just the fact that playing on the U.S. servers is well slow. Oh, okay. You know, it's it, it's it's one of those genres where ping actually does matter. You know, which one? It being a first first person. The shooting games. Plant side. Yeah, FPS matters in shooters. <laughs> yeah. And, or, more and spe- or more specifically, um, yeah, you, you can't have your latency uh, delays. Yeah, latency delay. Um, it's still it like to may have shifted out of beta, but it's still buggy. Um, the servers, obviously, with the release date quite close, are still you know they're they're frequently packed, um, and they're still having a few issues with just like generalized server lag, as well as some bizarre graphical glitching where the entire world disappears. All that one time that my aircraft sunk into the ground. I'm still not quite sure what happened there. Um, yeah. Uh, my copy of Assassin's Creed 3 showed up. Courtesy of Mike. Um, I haven't actually got that far in it, so I'm probably not in the best position to comment, really. Uh, I, think I'm, I think I finished sequence 6, but I don't think that's that far in, so... Um, I'll get round to it, David. Jeez. Sorry, I'm getting funny looks from David next to me. Um, and also, in a blast from the past, I decided to pick up the Steam release of Sonic Adventure 2, which was one of my favorite Dreamcast games. Wait, Adventure 2? Yes. That's the one with Shadow? Yes. Okay. Yes. I remember, bla- I remember 
I remember buying Sonic Adventure 2 on its original Dreamcast release date many years ago. Uh, I actually finished the storyline in about two days. Um, but I just seem to have managed to get quite a lot of like replay value slash enjoyment out of it over the last few years. And now I've finally got a copy of it that isn't reliant on uh, my uh, crappy Dreamcast. Because even though my Dreamcast still works, it's, um, it's, it's a little on the shaky side. Poor thing. Poor thing. Um, well, I mean, uh, in order to get it working uh, when I was uh, ill a few years ago, um, I did take it apart with a screwdriver and removed all of the screws from the internal, well, from the internals. Uh, my Dreamcast is currently held together with gravity. That's it. And it, wor- <laughs> and it, works, perf- and it works perfectly. Oh. Just don't breathe on it. Just don't tip it upside down, otherwise literally everything inside will fall out. You know, oh. this, 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 the CD drive, the motherboards, the power supply, everything will just fall out. Nice. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yes, the, the funny look I'm getting from David was um, uh, he has spent the last uh, week or so playing The Walking Dead. Um, and I have basically been sort of I have now basically watched the entirety of Telltale's The Walking Dead as played by David. Good story. So, yes. Uh, anyone who likes point-and-click adventure uh, games, I'd say go and play it. I'm hearing anyone a lot of like... Game of the Year talk around that game. Yeah, uh, I think it's deserved. I would personally do it. I would give it more credit myself, but I really don't like the zombie apocalypse subgenre anymore, so I actually don't give a crap. Okay. Um, but it did persuade me to... Telltale's quality with The Walking Dead did persuade me to pick up the Back to the Future one during the uh, Steam sales, but I haven't actually started playing that yet. Okay. Uh, I think that just about covers everything. That's pretty good coverage. Uh, uh, my uh, copy of um, Super Robot Wars Original Generations 2 should get here on Tuesday, uh, so I'm probably going to be trying to stream that, provided I can fix the sound issues in XSplit on my Twitch channel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but XSplit probably... sound issues are not fun. Uh, it's it's not that the sound doesn't work. It's just that the sound's too quiet, and I need to remember which dial I need to change in order to um, uh, get the sound up, but so that it doesn't blow my ears out. Particularly if I'm, you know, wearing my headphones. To Can use I ask my a microphone. question? Has anybody here finished Mass Effect Three? Yeah, although I haven't finished the new endings. There's like a, a couple of DLC packs out for that thing now. Yeah. Any Omega interest. just came out like this yeah. past week. I uh, I I must admit I I have a rather low care value here. Low care value. All right. Oops, that's the wrong one. I'm I'm going through my origin trying to figure out where I would get that or install it or anything. Um, here it is. Okay. So no one's tried that yet, uh, and that was that was the question I had because it's man, it's There's a lot of a quick money. Look on Giant Bomb if you want to know what it's about. Get like a general idea. It's well, basically uh, what's the name? You you get Arya in your party and the yeah. first female Turian they've ever shown in your party, yeah. and you and it's like this bigger thing, like maybe four hours, and you take on. Okay, so I want to play that. I want to play that really bad. I've been waiting to play through the Omega stuff since I played Mass Effect Three. I was like, why isn't this in the game? I don't want to pay 15 bucks for it. That seems like a lot. 
for four hours of Mass Effect 3. Wait, but didn't you pay that much for the Deus Ex content, which is like around similar, like five to six hours? I thought missing. I thought missing Link was about six dollars or something. Yeah, I thought that was a lot less. Yeah. All right, I just checked on. I checked recently, like a couple days ago. It's twelve hundred points on Microsoft. I I bought. I got it on Steam. I probably got it on sale, but I don't know for sure. Uh, That's why. Okay. I think that's where I got it. I got it on sale for like two quid or something. Mm. Or something. Mm. I can't remember exactly how much I paid for it. Mm. Yeah, it's a much better price than fifteen that Microsoft is asking for. Mm. Well, yeah. You can just wait for a sale. Mm. Unless you're really eager to do it right now. Mm. Well, I have to re-download the game anyway. It's like, uh... <sighs> don't you have enough to play? Go race. Go play some New Vegas. I, I'll be honest with you. You know what I want to play most right now? Skyrim. The, the new get, content? I want to get totally back. I never finished Skyrim, and I want to play the new content and more Skyrim and just more Skyrim. Oh, yes, download, play, install all the DLC. I have all the DLC. I just so have to you're going to go build it. a house first? Oh, yeah. yeah. Go build a house. I actually oh. have to install a mod and get all my stuff out of the uh, the free house mod that I had so I can put it in the, the, the real house mod. So is there a, a mod that makes it not suck at combat? No, no, there isn't. <laughs> come on, come on. I was just checking. You don't come to this game for the combat, though. You come for yes, the... For what? I'm sorry. For the fact I get a one round and make my own story about stuff I can care about because I can't kill a bear because I can't get it because... I love walking around and beating stuff up in Skyrim and finding things and just going through dungeons and running away from evil zombie skeleton dudes that can't climb up rocks and yeah. Hey, the whole hey, thing. I want it. It's still better than Oblivion was. That's really not saying a lot. I know. Uh, I still think that- okay, you didn't play Shimmering Isle though. No. Yeah, that that's a lot better for Oblivion. Um that that's like the majority of my Oblivion experience was actually installing Shivery Niles on Manny's advice and it's like, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, because it's like the best parts of Oblivion condensed into like a tight experience. Yeah. This type yeah. And it's just pure craziness. I didn't even have to finish it and it was like, yeah, this is just good experience. Because everyone's insane. <laughs> that makes the game more fun to deal with. You know, when when everyone else is nuts, you don't mind if crazy things happen. I think is what it is. <laughs> Sheol Goroth. Good old Sheol Goroth. Um, okay, so now it's time. Let's get into it. All right, Chris. You got to tell us about two big things. Two? Two. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. You, you got to tell us about the Wii and... Did you start playing something else? Um, <laughs> did I? Oh, just, just go Wii then. I don't know what else did I start playing. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I th- I was, I had, for some reason, I've been thinking for like this for the last thirty minutes. All right, two things, two things, two things. All right. Well, let's start with the Wii, and maybe the rest will come to us. So we bought the Wii U. Oh, Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. Oh, I haven't been playing that. I, I've just been reading stuff on forums about that and having Twitter arguments about it. Oh, okay. I thought you because the way you were talking about, it, I thought you already had it. Nope, nope, nope. Um, that's why I did the follow up post saying I think the forum threads I've been reading may be wrong. Shocking. <laughs> um, so the uh, all right, let's let's start the Wii U. We got the Wii U. All right. Did you wa- did you go to a store for it? We went to a store. I had I reserved it at GameStop the day reservations went live at GameStop. So no problems getting one. Um, and it turns out even if I hadn't reserved it, I probably would not have had problems getting one because <laughs> they didn't exactly sell out here. Uh, 
Um, you know, I, I remember the Wii launch. I remember all my friends being like, I reserved it here. I plan on going here. I have all these midnight plans, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was like, I had to almost pick and choose. I got to hang out that midnight that I didn't want to go. And no one mentioned the Wii. They're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, there's no but, buzz around the Wii U. Yeah, it's like, I don't really... That, I, the number one thing is, it was like, what game? What game am I going to play? Uh, I don't know. Nintendo Land, the zombie one, right? So yeah, I got. Let, let's go through what we got. Um, here, let me go pick up the stack of games. All right. I'm walking over to the stack. Of, oh, that's the cord. Um. <laughs> Ow! I can't. All right, I've got the stack of games. Please do not make geeks wander around their own house. They will die. They will. We can't do it. All right. We got the black <laughs> console. So I've got the black console. I got Nintendo Land. We've got Sing Party, because Anna wanted it. We've got Fine. New Super Mario Brothers U, because I heard it's the only good game on the system. If you we, haven't played the last Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. Um, we did, and it's still it's actually really good. Um, <coughs> Skylanders yeah. Giants, because we like Skylanders here. And uh, Tank, 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 which is a arcade port where you drive tanks around blowing each other up in multiplayer. Real fun. Um, so those are the games we got. We do not have any of the of the third party ports because um like most of them suck. <laughs> and I don't really need to play any of them right now. Um frame rate issues abound in most of those, it sounds like. Um and that's so that's where we're at. I will tell you the console experience of getting it set up is exactly as you've heard des- described on other podcasts. It takes forever for the firmware to process. It's frustratingly difficult to figure out how to use the online features at first. The menu and user interface are kind of crap, but it's there, and you can figure it out eventually, and then you're like, okay, I can use this UI. So you can get used to it. It's not intuitive, but it's it's usable. Um, with one exception, figuring out, okay, so we've got the new online system. We've got, we've got nicknames now instead of friend codes, right? Everyone's excited? Yay. If you go to your friend list, which you can only access on the gamepad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> All right, you can only access it on the gamepad or by pressing the home button and then going to friends list or something like that. That's really weird. Um, If you go to the friends list and add someone's friend name, it works just like a friend code. They have to go to their friend list and add your friend name as well. So instead of having a number to remember, you have a nickname, so that's good. Nicknames are easier to remember, but you still have to both enter it separately, which is bad because having the request pop-up is a good thing. If instead you go into Miiverse and do a search for a username... You can find that user's profile and then click in the upper right, say, send friend request. And that will work like you're used to on the Xbox and PS3 and send a message to your friend saying, hey, you've got a friend request. and It'll show up in their notifications or something. So that's, that takes a while to figure out and uh, is dumb. Uh, let's see. The, the online message boards are neat. I think it's a great, great concept and everyone else should rip that off and put them into their online services. Um, it's fun to go through games that aren't being used for anything like Funky Barn because no one's buying Funky Barn and just seeing the random crap that's being posted in there. Um, but other than that, you know, if you've ever wandered around a, a random active internet forum, you've kind of had the same experience, except there's a lot of drawing here and there's a lot of good artists on Wii U, I've noticed. And so people <laughs> know how to draw and that's kind of interesting. Is it turning into the creative console? Uh, it seems like it. I think it's funny that people are spending more time drawing pictures there than playing games. Well, what games are they going to play, really? 
Well, um, right now, I'll tell you, the only one you really need is new Super Mario Bros. U. <laughs> No, so I don't. You, did you I try Zombie U? Super Mario Brothers Wii. Uh, we did not buy new Zombie U because neither Anna nor I like zombie games. Yay. Are you at least going to get The Walking Dead, which is not a, a traditional zombie game in the least? Uh, I currently have no plans to obtain Walking Dead. <gasps> don't Anna, you want to cry? Anna says she has some codes for it, though. I don't know how she got them, so maybe I'll maybe I'll break down and play it anyway. She has mad. There you go, man. Let's, let's cry. <laughs> um, so sad. It's so sad. Did you finish that, by the way? No, not oh, yet. I okay. haven't started it. <laughs> you haven't even started it. I just read Twitter where me. everyone cries. <laughs> yeah. Clementine hashtag. <laughs> Walking Dead. Sounds like a spoiler. Um, no, it's just everyone. Is just, that's all I ever hear. Man, it's so emotional. I'm more interested and tempted to go buy Hitman Absolution than I am to go get The Walking Dead. <gasps> but you there's know? guns in that game. There's no fantasy swords. So? I know, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I could go play Skyrim instead. Hmm. <laughs> So instead, right. instead of doing any of that, I buy racing games and dancing games for Connect. So figure that out. Um, I have issues, so don't don't take my buying advice ever. Uh, that's why I'm not a reviewer on the site. I think. Why start now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> got it. Understood. Um, oh, 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 that was awesome. <laughs> so then I'm going to tell you uh, if you're not going to take my buying advice, you should buy Sing Party and Nintendo Land. Um, the two strongest titles on the Wii U. So Nintendo Land, let's actually... All right, Sing Party is a karaoke game. It's got some cool features where it uses the controller and puts the lyrics on the controller and lets you adjust the sound mix on the controller and lets people use the controller as like a little beat pad if they're not, if they're not actively singing. It also lets people who aren't actively singing um, while the other person's singing with the TV, you can rearrange the playlist of the upcoming songs on the controller. That's a really cool feature for a karaoke game. Very functional, very well thought out. Um, but it's a karaoke game, so nobody here cares. Nintendo Land. What? Is, what? You care about karaoke games? That's the only thing I could do in Rock Band was sing. Oh, all right. So there you go. Sing Party. I don't like the song selection in Sing Party. It's all top 40 hits. Oh, maybe and, not some And Anna says that's girl songs, which I don't know if it's fully girl songs, but yeah. Um, and there's no DLC for it yet. So uh, if... I, I still think Rock Band 3 is the better karaoke game. I do actually like the note feedback. It does a better job of telling you whether or not you're sharp or flat on a pitch in Sing Party than it does in Rock Band. So for peop, the very few people who care about that, um, that I don't know. An expert is, nice is pretty thing. dang picky. It's picky, but it doesn't give you good feedback. Um, Here, it's very clear when you are slightly sharp or, sharp or slightly flat, you can see it very clearly on the screen. Okay. So, if you're looking for that sort of feedback, um, singer type people, um, you might you might appreciate that in Sing Party. Unfortunately, the song selection is just so crap. Um, all right, Nintendo Land is a bunch of mini games, and I played all the single player mini games and all the multiplayer games that could be played with single player, and I played them all once, and I have no desire to play any of them again. Um, <laughs> I did not play the mar- the multiplayer only games yet with Anna. Um, we'll try that. Um, Played some Metroid Blast. I, I won't say that it was a blast, even though I want to make the pun. Um, Donkey Kong's Crash Course kind of seems like one of the best games, but even then, I don't know that I want to keep working on it. Because as I've heard pointed out on another podcast, the frustrating thing with Nintendo Land is a lot of these games you start over from scratch. Like, they have very long progressions, but you have to start over from the beginning, so it's meant for you to play over and over again and get to, like, expert level with these things, but I don't really want to. I don't want to play the easy stages. I want to keep going on from where I uh, left off on my challenge. I, 
it's a cool little tech demo game and for a pack-in it's nice to have it gives you something to do with your console and something to do when you got a bunch of people who want to see what can we do with this thing it works for that beyond that i i i wouldn't say spend money on it so that's nintendo land tank 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 Anna and i actually haven't tried yet skylanders giants is skylanders but in hd on the wii u and um it, it uses all the new figures. I won't give you a review of Skylanders Giants because most people don't care. We are enjoying collecting even more figures and more giants, and it seems to play fine on the Wii U version. New Super Mario Brothers U is, uh, you know, it's one of these new Super Mario Brothers games. Uh, so you've seen the formula. They've got one on the two on the. They had one on the DS, one on the 3DS, one on the Wii. Uh, this is yet another one in the series. The new power up for the flying squirrel is a cool little power up. Um, now my experience with this game has been um, on the gamepad. Anna has been the one playing with the Wiimote, which means Anna's the one who's been controlling Mario. And what I've been doing is actually discovering secrets, placing blocks to help keep her from falling into pits, helping her get up into various areas in the levels, and just seeing things that she's not noticing, um, and then a little bit of time trolling her and putting a blocker in a way so that she falls down. Um, <laughs> which is really fun. And I have to say... Yeah, that, that was, I was like, that's the only thing that I thought would be interesting about the Mario, was like if I wanted to piss off everyone. It is actually a real fun experience um, for a little while. Um, after, after, you know... A long session of being on the gamepad. I think it gets boring for the gamepad person, while the 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 person on the controller is still having fun controlling Mario because you you are doing more interesting things. But it, it's different. It's a different way of playing than you've played before, and it's kind of it's a way for both people to be engaged with the game. And I think it's better than like the Super Mario Galaxy engagement where you were just using your cursor to collect um, the star bits. So I I actually kind of like it. I thought it was a good way of doing co op Mario. And I, I know you can actually do real co-op Mario with, like, multiple controllers. We just haven't tried that yet. Um, I like this then game. Just, then you're just playing the Wii game if you don't use the gamepad. Well, yeah, except it's in HD. And Yoshi blows up into a giant balloon. Yeah, there's balloon Yoshis and stuff. I, it, honestly, it's good. I really do like this one. Um, I've not finished any of the new Super Mario Brothers. The closest I've gotten to is on the DS one. I told you guys on the podcast I felt World 8 was really hard. Other people laughed at me for that. And so that's where I'm at with that. Um, I don't know that I'll finish this one either. I I never... See, I actually kind of got bored because it seemed like the only time you get through certain stages is if you had more than one person. But if one person wasn't any good, then all I did was sit in a balloon. No, I'm talking about the DS one. Um, The Wii one, someone borrowed it from me and they haven't returned it. I made the mistake of lending it to a child. I am not... No. <laughs> no, it's not you. I know. No, I um, I don't know if I have. Uh, I don't remember now. I, I don't remember how far I got in, in the Mario. Say but. that again? I said I hear Anna dying in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's sick. That's why she's not on this week. Um, so I pause you, the sicky person. Yeah. So do you guys have any Wii U questions? Is it worth uh, it? No. What are you going to buy next? Um, I don't know. Uh, Lego City Undercover and Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate are my are the next two on my personal list to, to pick up for the Wii U, and those aren't going to be out till like, March, I don't think. We still don't have a date on Lego City Undercover, so um, that's what I'm looking at for Wii U, um, and I hope something cool gets announced. I just that, That's where we're at right now. Um, launch is kind of lame on this console. Um Maybe some eShop stuff will be announced, though, because it sounds like they've got really good indie support on the eShop. But I'm I'm having that issue with, with indie games on a console where it's like, I can buy the $15 or 
is it $10? Little Inferno, which sounds like a really cool little indie game from the people who made World of Goo. But I could also wait for it to go on Steam sale and buy them on PC for a lot and less. And it won't be locked to your Wii if you yeah. buy it on your PC. Yeah. So... And that's I, kind I, of the thing. I, it's like, once you get locked to a certain kind, and, like, and it's right there, and it's the only place you can play it, and you're just like, I'm, I'm having trouble with consoles. Yeah. yeah. I, have, like, I have a hard time telling, convincing myself to buy DLC for... Well, the, the worst thing I have is like, where can I play my console in my house? Where do I have time to play games? When Ooh. I'm on road trips, when oh. I'm out somewhere, you know? It's like, how do I play consoles anymore? Oh, that's, that's a really good point. The Wii U works really well for toilet gaming. Oh, that's good. Um, if it goes through the walls, though, right? Well, it does in my place. And it, it works with frame rate issues in my bedroom. So it's not so good upstairs. It, the console's how, just not close how enough. How far away is that? I, the, I mean, the bathroom's like 20, 25 feet. Okay, because my bathroom is through the laundry room, which you've seen is like 10 feet away, and has to go down the hall. I'm not sure I'd have that Your good of a frame rate. laundry room... You've got a chance. But it depends how thick his walls are, too. Yeah, right? yeah. it depends how thick your well, walls are, Mike. Well, they're really thin because they're just internal walls. But uh, yeah, I, I've been in your house. Um, you've got a chance. I mean, it's a cool. It's a but few. Not in the bedroom. It's, it's longer. It's longer house. than my bathroom is, but it's not as far as my bedroom, which is where I really have issues. So okay. you might have a shot. It's worth trying. Um, I, I, like you wouldn't try. Um, but you could probably use it with no problem in your little office area. Oh well, yeah. Not not that you'd but, want to, but it's also cool in that you can be sitting on the couch, and not every game has this, and NeoGAF has a full list going of games that support playing just on the gamepad, like Mario. You could mm-hmm. just play on the couch while someone else is using the TV for something else. So if you're yeah, one of those portable gamer-type people who likes to play your portable on the couch, <laughs> yeah. um, this is a good system for you, um, provided you make sure the game supports that. Provided that I'm not playing with my computer or my Vita or my 3DS. Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. it's just another option, you know. It's an yeah, HD console thinking, with with a with a portable play option, which is I think that's cool. I like that. I, you know what I would like better? Yeah. I would like if they could just port, not port. Uh, port's the wrong word. Where they, it, it's a Wii U, so it's a high def machine, right? But you have a handheld device that's kind of a low def machine. So why can't I just play every Wii game that I have on my gamepad? Ah, uh, that's a great question. But you know. Because you have all the motions and stuff. I mean, you wouldn't have everything, but you think that you could work that out. Yep. You you would think, but they haven't. So that's the thing that I was kind of waiting for, and I never saw it. There's no so virtual kind of... console really truly announced for the Wii U. I, like, they mentioned it in a video, but it's not up on the store yet. Um, there's a lot of things that aren't settled right with the Wii U yet. Uh, it's, a, it's a scary little launch situation. I hope they correct it like they do with the 3DS, but it's it's... It's worrisome to me. I'm really worried about Nintendo's future right now. I don't know. All they have to do is make another handheld, make a couple hundred million dollars, and then make a Pokemon game. So you mean like the last one where they were losing money for two quarters in a row? Yeah, and then they made money. Are they back to profitable? Nintendo in general or just with the 3DS? Both. I thought for, in general, yes. With the 3DS, I don't know. Okay. But they didn't put a Pokemon game on it. So, you know. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, it was not selling well. Oh, right. They they follow the Dragon Quest strategy of putting it out on the saturated platform. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's and probably a good idea. Made millions off No, you're right, you're right. It's a smart <laughs> idea. It's just yeah. All right. Speaking of Dragon Quest, where's my freaking ten? Yeah, I want that on my Wii U now. 
<laughs> See, now you have what you were using. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to support play just on the on the gamepad too. So that's going to be wonderful. Oh, damn you! What? Oh, now you want it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like hey, hold <laughs> like on you second. weren't going to get it anyway because they probably we're... won't bring it out on Wii here. So I think they've been waiting. Oh, that would just at kill this it. point. Why are they going to put it out on Wii? They still put games out on Wii. Yeah, seriously. Uh, they w- because they it was could... already made for the freaking Wii. Yeah. I... We'll see. I'll be angry. Yeah. I'll write yeah. them angry letters that they don't, don't read. Don't be angry. Just get a Wii U. Oh, Is yeah. the way you want to play it anyway. Game, then. I know. For a Dragon Quest game, you'd do it. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> they also announced that Dragon Quest Warrior uh, 7 remake. Yeah. I know. I'm sad. Why are you sad about that? Sounds like they're going to do it right now, right? Yeah. There's just some pride in that. I got to work on it. Yeah, Michael got to work on on the English version of Dragon Quest VII, and then they uh, didn't fully implement all your text changes and released an unfinished product of the game. The company went away. And do you hear Heartbeat apparently is coming back? No, I'm angry. Yeah. Did you hear? You didn't see that story? No. Uh, We covered on the the Heartbeat. Um, I've been so busy this week. uh, This is two weeks ago, actually. I've been uh, so busy two weeks ago, too. How, 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 honestly, how on earth have we managed to occupy something like half an hour of time just talking about the Wii U? I know, right? It's the because Wii U. No it, so we have to talk about it. <laughs> we should be talking about the Wii Mini, for goodness sakes. The what? The Wii Mini. He's right. Uh, Canada is going to be getting the Wii Mini. So this is going to be a $99 smaller version of the original Wii. It will not have internet capabilities. And well, neither does the Wii. <laughs> no, the Wii does. Wii Connect 24 no, and all that. Yeah. No, you still have your so frame codes. So this will only play disc games, no DLC, no VLC, no virtual console, none of that stuff. Um, and that's it. It'll be a, a budget Wii just for the Canadian market at first. We're going to see how it does. Right, because... Never mind. Pause is not on the show. It's not really fun. All right, well, uh, other things that I played this week include some iPhone games that I can't remember. More letterpress. I love letterpress. Um, Game, play letterpress with me on the iPhone. I love letterpress. I and have bad news. What? I can't find your iPhone. Why? I don't know where it is. You should find that. I've been looking for three days. Oh, boy. Yeah. I didn't. Did I was going to take it to them? L.A., and I couldn't find it. And then I came back, and I still haven't found it. Did we set up find my iPhone on that thing? No. We should do that if you ever find it. If I ever find it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't... That's why I'm not... If anybody's wondering why I'm not playing on my phone games, I can't find it, and I've been missing it for a week. Well, is the other... You still the other iPhone? Somewhere. We put okay. it in a box. I thought okay. we were going to send it back and kind of didn't. Mm. But it's not like the games are going to go anywhere. No, I know. All right. So, what am I playing on iPhone? That's good. Uh, oh, Writers of... Pe- uh, Knights of Pen and Paper. This is a cool little iPhone game where um, you get to... It, it's based off of... Uh, it's like a combination of turn-based RPG with a setting that's like you're playing a... It, it's all taking place in your imagination as your party is sitting at a table with a game master. Um, and you're playing... A, you're setting down for a, a pen and paper session. 
and kind of you choose what sort of character people show up at the table and that affects kind of how they play the game the bonuses they have and then they you choose what class they're going to play so you get the grandma in as the paladin because she gets extra stamina or something like that and and then you play that's how you build your party and then you go and and you go through scenarios with the game master and you choose on the map and it plays like a turn-based rpg with quests and it's a really really novel idea it's like 99 cents or something totally worth it totally get it check it out which game is this knights of pen and paper knights is spelled like the the person you mentioned that and i was like yeah as soon as i find the phone Mm -hmm. which is why i didn't tell you i couldn't find the phone so there's my phone game recommendation i think with that we're done. Oh, oh no, we've been playing um everyone at work has been playing hillside racing or hill climb racing. So hill fun. climb racing. There's a lot of little racing games going around right now. I think there's a bunch of clones of each other. So let's see what's Well, this is one where racing. like you have to keep the guy from hitting his head. Okay. Hillside and racing. And this hill also climb. is this just a hill climb? It, hill climb racing. Oh, there it is. Is it uh Android only? No, we were playing it on the iPhone 4S for a while, and then David came over and he had it on his uh, new Razer, and so oh. I looked and I downloaded it, and so now we're this all is, playing it. This is like another one I have called like Extreme Racing something or something. Um, well, this one, I, I, we like this one. You power up your cars, you buy new cars, you play on yep. the moon, you play yep. on Mars. Yep. It's all fun. Yep. Okay. Sweet. Hill climb racing. Oh, Extreme Road Trip 2 is the is the other one I've been playing. Um, and that's kind of the same sort of thing. You power up, uh, it's free. And I, I do recommend Extreme Road Trip 2 just to try it out, see if it's your game. I'm going to try out Hill Climb, and I'll let you know about that. We should move on, though, to our feedback, because we've been going for a while. Huh? We oh. haven't got feedback? Nope. So let's go through it. Um, we have a question of the week last week. We had two of them. The first one, well, not last week, it was two weeks ago. The first one was about uh, what disappointing game did you like the soundtrack to, right? And I can't, no, wait, that wasn't that. What was it? I can't even remember what the questions were. It's been so It long. was about uh, how many games before you buy a new system. How many games before you buy a new system and what was the most worst game you played this year? Okay. Yeah. So Shaman writes in says, when it comes to question of the week, my rule is usually four exclusives or one must-have game. That's why I don't have a Vita. I want to play Gravity Rush and Persona 4 Golden, but it needs two more, and I don't think the Vita will get them before the PS4 hits and Sony pulls the plug. Um, especially when it's being outsold 47 to 1 in certain weeks in Japan. Ouch. Strawberry Egg says, when it comes to getting a new system, I either wait for three to four exclusives I'm interested in, or if something happens to a system I own and a newer one is backwards compatible. For instance, I bought my 3DS last year, but it's only been recently that there have been enough exclusives to interest me. But my DS Lite broke, so I figured it was might as well get the new system. Um, let's see. Ilya Moromutz says, when a, game has, when a system has games that I want to get at a price that I can afford, I'll get it. Not before then. Uh, let's see. And Master Chief says, as far as the worst game of the year, by far, Resistance Burning Skies, which was developed by Black Ops Declassified developer Nihilistic. Coincidence? I think not. Thank you, Master Chief. All right. So. What about everyone here? Worst game you played this year? Anybody? I thought we were doing these through order, in order, whatever. Um, yeah, but he's right. What do you, what's the worst game you played this year, Mike? Mm, that's a toughie. I haven't played a lot of games, so um, 
trying to think of a game that I played for like a little bit and then stopped. Um, come back to me. I'm going to go through Steam. I would like to point out that Anna has access to Netflix on my PS3, my 360, my television, my original Wii, um, the Wii U, her What's computer, an iPhone, and an iPad. But right now she is sitting on the couch watching it on the Wii U gamepad. So apparently Wii U gamepad good for Netflix. So. Isn't that like a sub HD screen? Yes, it's a sub HD screen. She'd be much better Why off with like the iPad. Why would she do that with the iPad? I don't know. She doesn't know how to do it with the iPad, I guess. You push the big it's red It's a freaking iPad! Uh, I will say the gamepad's lighter than the iPad. So she's sitting there holding it, so it's probably more comfortable. Could get a mini. I'm not buying a mini when I have a regular iPad. Buy me a mini then. I'm not buying you a mini. You're not any fun. No, I know. I'm not I'm any go fun. Go cry now. Go cry now. What, what's your worst game that you played? I don't know. I'm still looking. Yeah, me too. I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I, 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 I always forget the bad games. The problem is, is if I say the worst game I played this year, it's not going to be a bad game. People are like, why did you hate that game? Yeah. Because for me, it would be like I read reviews. something like Final Fantasy thirteen two. Because obviously after eight hours, I didn't want to keep playing it. But I didn't find it to be bad. I just yeah. didn't want to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with that. You should keep playing that. I should. Yeah, maybe Alan Wake for me. Okay. Same thing. I didn't hate it. I just sort of just stopped playing. And and then other games came out, and I just don't see myself going back to it anytime soon, if ever. I mean, the game I played and just got completely frustrated with and didn't want to play anymore was Dishonored. But then I went and bought it on PC because I want to play with a different control scheme. uh, Control scheme. Real controls? Yeah. So, I mean... That, that's the worst wait. experience I've had this year. But wait, you know. wait, wait, wait! Didn't you just buy Dishonored like recently? Yeah, I just—that's what I just said. No, I mean, but I thought you bought it for three sixty. Oh no, I bought it for PC. Oh, I thought that was that twenty-five dollar deal was three sixty. No, it was. I and found PS3. it. I had to wait a while to find it on PC, but I did. Okay, that's why I was confused. Like I thought you just bought that for consoles, PS3. Nope, nope. All right, cool. Yep. Yeah, you know the funny things. Yeah, I've noticed that people have been sort of like tepid on Dishonored as of late. Like the the you know first though, there's a big high. People's like, I love how open it is. I love that. And then then the next wave of people are like, yeah, I, I feel too bumbling and I can't really accomplish what I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. We got we got a hey, lot of. I'm, I still oh. exist, you know. Oh hi, John. What do you want to oh, say? Ho, ho, ho. No, no, no. You don't play games. No, wait, that's Chris. What do you, you got? scared him off. I did. I've insulted him so much he went to go cry. Uh, actually, I think uh, as far as the biggest meh game of the year, uh, Mass Effect 3. That's oh, a gimme. that's harsh. No. Yeah, no. well, you know, teach your writers to write better. Oh, but or I'm, it could be that everything I, else he played was amazing. Is he picking the game where I can't even be give a damn to buy it? Um, you should, because 90% of that game's fantastic. Except it's still expensive. Oh, okay. Well, then wait for it to go on sale. It hasn't because they won't put it on Steam. I know. They won't put it on Steam and they won't. I wonder if it was on sale on Black Friday on Origin. Hmm. Cares. I'm not playing their stupid Origin game. If they want to keep their title exclusive to their crappy little thing, they can keep it their crappy little thing. Okay. I've been using Origin. I've been using Origin at the risk of getting um, more dirt from Lucifer.com listeners. Uh, It seems fine to me. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I tried it with Amalur. It was fine. It's yeah. just, I don't agree with, well, we're just only going to put it on our own platform. Uh-huh. Well, you know, screw yourself. Okay. It's a PC game. Put it out on freaking PC. Okay. 
Well, I have it on PC because I bought the disc version. I haven't. There's a disc version. Yes. Hmm. I will think about that. I think it installs. Maybe that'll be on sale sometime. I think it installs Origin though. <laughs> I don't know if you met, care. About I already that. have Origin. Okay. As long as I don't have to go through Origin to get it. If it puts but Origin on my machine, that's not going to affect me. You're clarity. effectively buying a disk version of the files so you don't have to download them and an Origin unlock code. What? Yeah. That's how... The just same with games that work on Steamworks, by the way. Same philosophy. So you're just well, hating yeah, on... I don't care about Steam because I like Steam. So I don't care if it comes through Steam or through a disk. So you don't care about games that only sell themselves on Steam, but you do care about games that only sell themselves on Origin? Okay, so here's the problem with that, right? Steam, if Valve only said we're only selling our games on Steam, then that would be like a thing. But EA's like, well, we're not going to use the popular thing that everybody uses. Um, we're well, Michael, you. Michael, Valve what? does only sell their games on Steam. No, they sell on PC, no. and then it uses Steam, no. right? No. Yeah, no. no I, Left 4 Dead 2 only works on Steam. Yes, but you can get a box copy of it. Right, which installs Steam. Oh, yeah. Just like the origin box copies we're talking about. It is the same thing as what EA is doing. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, hell, even if you buy the last remnant on PC, it'll install Steam. Yeah. So all of really? Valve's games are just like yes. that, Mike. <laughs> the last remnant? I thought that was Square. Yes, oh, yeah, it's a but Steamworks it uses game. Steamworks on yeah. PC. Yep. As in, uh, it installs Steam and works through Steam. I see. So in fact, I, I, there are a number of other games that aren't made by Valve or anything that use that. I'm I, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just pointing out that your your philosophical stance is isn't very consistent here. Okay. Well, one, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> and two, it's still we're forcing you to use this small thing when there's this big thing out there that we just don't want to so, give our yeah. cut to. So now your argument is just orange is too small for me to be bothered. With. Yeah. I All mean, right. I mean, there's also something no, to be no, said no. for I not mean, just buying. Into, does it have to be just a monopoly? That's just as bad too, right? Some competition well, is all right. Yeah, I, I guess Steam. I just don't see the issue with Origin. It, it is good to have all <laughs> other stores out there. Otherwise, it keeps Steam honest, right? I mean, if once Steam once Steam becomes a de facto right monopoly, they don't have to stop. They have to stop. They don't have to try anymore. Yeah, they do because they still want to make money. But they but they're the monopoly. They're gonna they're gonna make money no matter what. You don't have a choice. Uh, there's always a choice of not using Steam and releasing stuff on your own with your own network code. From your own store? Well, there is, except for the backlash right now from people who don't want to use other DRM services. What does that mean? Uh, you oh, get a I lot mean, of people, bat- people will threaten to pirate your game if you don't release it on Steam. Yeah, that happens. Be- well, yeah, because you can't on Steam because of the... No, no, no. I mean, people, consumers get upset because you're not giving me the option to buy this on Steam. How dare you? I'm going to pirate your game. So I don't want to install. But I can't get upset. Um, I'm not saying it's right for them to get upset, but I'm saying that's that's kind of the situation we're in because of this big presence of Steam is people have that sort of reaction. And I don't know that that's necessarily a good reaction for the market to have. Well, consumers being stupid, what's new there? <laughs> Ow! Now I mean, now I'm sad. I go cry now. All right. Anyway, uh, all I'm saying is uh, give, taking your full position and philosophical points into effect, I think you should reconsider maybe buying the game on Origin because I don't think it's violating 
the the concepts okay. that you're worried about violating as much. That's and all. I'll just, and I'll just no, leave that. Worry about my bottom line, which was if it was on Steam, I would have bought it for ten bucks by now. Because of the sales. Yeah. Yep. It might go on sale in Origin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> all right. Well, look. I think I'm a lure is still full right. price. So in like, that case, you're right. Totally keep your eye out for a discounted disc version. I know. Yeah. Which would probably be Amazon. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> from from Showyob says, Hi, Chris. The last few podcasts have been pretty darn spiffy. I especially enjoyed Manny's view on tech snobbery and Sony account problems. I have one question and one answer for you. Regarding how many games a system has to have before buying it, for me, my decision is based on a combination of the system maker's history and existing games on the system. Typically, if there are two to three games I want on the system and history tells me the system manufacturer's exclusives it's likely to bring, then I will buy. Example given, Vita. It had Rayman Origins, Uncharted, Disgaea. I knew I wanted to play Gravity Rush, Need for Speed, On the Go, and Street Fighter vs. Tekken, so the choice was easy for me. I did make a mistake with the 3DS, which I have to say I rarely use at all. I'm now waiting for Paper Mario Sticker Star to come out in the UK. So on to my question, can you all tell us what you do for a living? I think it would be interesting to know. I get the impression many of your profile pages on the site haven't been updated in a while. Oh, and congrats to Quinn on the engagement. Is that what it's called before a civil partnership? Gay people can't get married here in the UK. Thanks. Show you up. Wait, but he's in the UK? Yeah. Yes. He doesn't know that Quinn's in the UK either? Yeah, he does. And that's why he's asking, what's it called before a civil partnership? I didn't really care what if there, there is a different word. We use the word engagement. They're using the word engagement. Seems, yeah, everybody else seems to use the word engagement. I don't see why we shouldn't. Yeah, it sounds good to me. I mean, it's functionally similar, I suppose. Right. Sweet. Well, congratulations on that again. And thank you, Shoyab, for saying that. And um, what do we got? Oh, what do we do for a living? Let's start with Quinn. What do you do for a living? Uh, uh, I, I think the only thing I haven't mentioned on my profile page now is I have actually graduated from my course with a uh, 2-1, uh, but I am currently unemployed. All right. Not a, not, not a good way of making a living. You should probably change that. Well, unless you gotta, unless David's gonna do it for you. In which case, never mind. It's kind of cool. No, I think he'd rather I do it. Oh. I kind of unemployed lifestyle sounds kind of fun. It's I, not. I hear it's boring after a while. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, okay, all right, good to know. Manny, what do you do for a living? Pass. Pass. <laughs> all right, you in the same boat? <laughs> all right, he doesn't want to say. All right, Michael. What? Apparently Manny is a drug lord and can't admit to it on the podcast, so I want to know what you're doing. Why are we asking what we're doing? Because a listener wrote in. Oh, I'm a senior software engineer for Disney. There you go. Senior. Yes, new title. Just got promoted, by the way. Yeah, it was funny. You got to go down to the mouse's headquarters. You have to go down to the mouse's headquarters for Disney. Nice. You. All orientations for Disney are held only on the studio lot in Burbank. Unless you work for Playdom, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, if you work for Playdom, apparently you just acquire and they say, hey, look, bum, get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> we were having fun with Doug, who used to work with us, and uh, apparently he did not have orientation. So maybe he'll get to do that. There was okay. actually someone who had worked for Disney for over a year and a half, and this is finally they got to go with orientation. So yeah. there does seem to be ways you miss out, but... They were literally like, we're flying you down, here's your hotel, here's your car, go to the orientation, go to your other orientation, and then you're on your own. Which for me was, okay, I'll just sit in the Glendale office and work for two oh, days. Oh, you should have gone to but Disneyland. I don't have my silver pass yet. Oh, sweet. You get a, What's a silver pass? 
A silver pass allows me and three people to go enter any Disney park except for <clears throat> uh, Tokyo Disney mm-hmm. for free. Because they don't own Tokyo Disney. Um, right, because of the Japanese laws. Oh, really? I didn't know there was laws about it. All right. Uh, I believe it's a law that a foreign entity cannot own land in Japan. Ah, that makes more sense. All right. So what about your, um, what, what does a gold pass do then? Is there a gold I don't know. pass? Okay. Uh, may, maybe there must Walt be. Had one. Who knows? Right. I am a systems engineer, which I I'm not a not like Michael. Um, but you're a software engineer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a systems engineer, which means I take play take care of SANS and storage and 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 Unix servers at a healthcare software company in, in Wisconsin. So, yeah. Sweet. So that's what we do. Yep. Anna is a um a consultant, a social networking services consultant for Clever Communications, which is a cool little PR firm and uh she works closely with some companies that you might be familiar with, most notably Natsume. Mhm. So, uh Michael and Anna therefore have conflict of interest that kind of keep them from doing reviews. Not anymore. You don't? I don't work in the games division. I work for uh, Disney Family. Ah, all right. So just Anna does because she's she's hands on with. PR I just don't reviews because so. I'm too damn busy. Yeah. I can't so finish games. Family time, do, they, do they handle Disney Family? Does the baby and parenting sites for Disney? Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, the big one, Disney Baby. Um, there's also Spoonful. There's Babbel. There's things like that. So. It's it's an up and coming division actually, as most of Disney Active is. Disney babies. You're gonna do like Muppet babies, but with Disney characters. No, I think we just have real babies. Oh, all right. Boring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Sava writes in says, in a letter titled, "Gobble Gobble." Happy post Turkey Day, post Turkey Day RPG friends. <laughs> he wrote this a while back. I've got a few questions for you. I need honest, non-biased gamer advice. Chris offered to resurrect me in a World of Warcraft and transfer me over to his server. I haven't played in more than a year. Should I stay away from his devilish offer, or do I need to go and fight the good, ultra-grindy fight? Okay, okay, I've got a comment on this one. World of Warcraft is not ultra-grindy anymore. Like, go and play just about any other MMO on the market. In fact, the best comparison I can do here is probably with the Old Republic. Other games make World of Warcraft look like a walk in the goddamn park when it comes to leveling up to max level. Seriously. I'm sorry, can I do it in three days? Except Final Fantasy XI. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird, because that game did not used to be that way. It took me 17 months before to get the top it took level. Me years like, to if cap I can do it in three days, it's not worth it. Yeah, now well, it's three days. <laughs> Like, can we just kind of mark Final Fantasy XI as a kind of like special exclusion it's, because getting up from it's, it's getting okay. From, Final Fantasy XI is in the later years of its life, and now you know everyone's taking the food and mushing it up and making it easy for everybody to consume no, no, while they're in their beds. Doing what they what I thought they should have done, and so I'm happy with it. Is you've played with us for years and years, have what you want, enjoy what you want, do what you want. Just keep subscribing, please. Just keep giving us our $15 a month, yeah. 
But you know, it's but, one I mean, of those things. Like, the only reason, no, the only reason I would mark that as an exception is for someone coming into the game new. It is quite difficult to go from yes. thirty to ninety in the time prescribed unless you are already like established as a player. Yeah. If, whereas to... World of Warcraft, compared to other games, particularly stuff like the Old Republic, uh, just about any other MMO I can think of that, com- that comes out of Korea, stuff like Ion, their curves are a lot harder than World of Warcraft's is now. Yeah. And once you get one character to max level, you can then heirloom the crap out of it, and it becomes even faster. Oh, in, War- in World of Warcraft? Yes. Yeah. You can buy yeah. gear that boosts experience that you can give to your alts. Yeah, I mean, you can have something like a 45 oh, to 50% increased or, EXP. Or even. you go sign up, you buy a $5 copy of World of Warcraft and, and do refer a friend and, and run around two computers and, and level up three times the normal rate. <laughs> With the heirloom stuff. I think and and put that on top of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't right. get the heirloom stuff when I was doing it, right? I had yeah. to just no. do the normal three times. Yeah. Which is fine, game, don't you think? <laughs> it's like three to four days. Yeah, you know? it's like... yeah. It, as far as ultra grindy is concerned, World of Warcraft is not ultra grindy. Right, if go. you can find fault, you can find many faults with it, but grindy it is not. But it's still a time commitment, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm so finding. I would, I would say to him, do you have other things to be doing? Like, are there other games you want to play? Time you need to spend with your wife or kids? I mean, I mean that's the real question, right? Yes. So. And uh, getting geared for raiding is still taking some time for me because I'm trying to do that right now. Um, but how much time do you have to devote to it too? Yourself? I don't. I, mean, I don't. So I'm actually way behind where I should be. So, so yeah. why are you going to drag no, someone no, 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 else no. to having a lot of time for it? You need to do, not do you currently do because you suck at it. Oh, I don't know. Exactly. That's a terrible I don't know, thing. man. I say if, if you're not playing any other big holiday releases, you don't have any more Skyrim, nothing to do, and you're looking for the next game and... Your wife doesn't mind you playing with Chris at night. Go for it, man. I'm assuming he's married. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, then you can all play. That's true. <laughs> get the get, wife get, into it. Get your wife into it. Problem yeah. solved. Done. <laughs> Done. All right. Question two. More gaming advice. I'm facing the too many games, not enough time syndrome. So I think you yep. just answered your question, Manny. Which of these okay. Black Friday bought video games should be played first? The Witcher 2. Not World of Warcraft if you have no more time. Right. The Witcher 2, Kirby's Mass Attack, the original Call of Duty Black Ops, or Persona 4 Golden? Persona 4 oh, Golden. You say I don't have any time yet. <laughs> You've got Persona 4 Golden on the table. <laughs> uh, I think you can play it in burst, though, because it's portable. Yeah, I would say Persona 4 Golden is so awesome. Uh, Persona play. 4 Golden, yeah. yeah. I would say he, he gives us two RPG options, and one is like the highest rated RPG ever, so. I would say The Witcher. If it depends what he wants, though. Do you want like short bursts, or do you want like a cinematic? Okay. S- sort of. Ah, some real, real options. A little there. bit more, like a little bit more mature. You know, some killing people, naked ladies, sexing ladies. <laughs> As Master Chief a- points out, you could play all the other guy- games in the time it takes to play Persona Four. Yes, you could. So play Black Ops first. You'll be done in five or six hours, right? So yeah, pretty much. And then Mass Attack, Mass Attack, maybe. And then, and then Watcher the 2, and then like Persona 4. Hours. And you're done till next year. Yeah. <laughs> There's next only quarter. a month left. <laughs> well, it, he'll be done till next Stop year. Stop saying it like that a long time away. I meant like, like next like... December, but okay. Oh. Uh, no. It's not true. He wouldn't. You can beat the three of those I games. I know. You can beat all four of those. And, well, yeah, you can beat the three in a month, and then Persona 4 Golden till February. You, I say you play Persona 4 Golden. Wait, don't think of Persona 4 Golden as a game that you play exclusively. But you'll want to. 
play it with other games, like maybe do an hour here, an hour there, and that, that those hundred hours will stretch you six months, but it'll be a fun six months. Yeah, as Master Chief points out, what of any worth is coming out before spring anyway? It's like uh, Nino Kuni. That's um, it, right? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. All right, oh, number three. Oh, oh. oh, Far Cry 3, yeah. Far Cry 3, all right, there we go. Number three, Michael. Who played the Etrian Odyssey, Michael? Who's excited about the fourth installment of said series, Michael? <laughs> that be you, yeah, Michael? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Please give me Etrian Odyssey 4. Yes, and we got a story watched, on, the, on the release date I, of that later. Yep. I read every trailer. I, I read every trailer. I watch every trailer, read every <laughs> you story. Read every trailer. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I read every trailer. It's like all awesome in this weird Japanese. It's like, it's like the Matrix. He could just read it. I am the reading world. the trailer. Yes. Mm. yes. Speaking anyway. of grindy, as Master Chief points out. All right, number four what? and five. What? He gave two questions or one. What's grindy? The Matrix or Etrian Odyssey? Apparently, Etrian Odyssey is not grindy. You just said you had to grind for the next stratum. You said the first thing you oh, said when you're playing. That. Okay, do you understand how you grind for no, the next stratum? I don't. You draw arrows on a map and yeah. you run around in a circle, and then while you're watching TV, you press L and A. That sounds like grinding to me. Yeah, but you're not paying attention. <laughs> it's still grinding. And it's suddenly just you look easy at it and grinding. Says, Why is my party dead? Not that is crap. that is textbook grinding, Michael. <laughs> Yes, but I'm not having to move around. Uh, <laughs> whatever. All right. It's like I I remember when I was hunting the golems in Dragon Quest, I had to like walk around the specific pattern to find them. I'm like, if I could just have this walk for me and I could just do the battles, that would be awesome. And that's what you do in Astro C three. So you just follow this pattern already by default that you've written on the map, and then it just goes around and around and around. 2012 is fast drawing to a close and soon, so very, very soon. It will be time for best of shows, rankings, and lists. I love this time of year when pontification and arguments ensue over who's the best and sometimes the worst in gaming. This year, I'd like to propose several categories for the RPG crew to consider. What do you think of including the following categories in your year-end deliberations? Number one, most melodramatic voice acting in an RPG. Number two, Wait. what? In what sense? In the melodramatic, uh, most the melodramatic voice acting in an RPG. Mugen Souls. All right. B. Most annoyingly, obnoxiously repetitive RPG. Mm. Mugen Souls. <laughs> C. <laughs> RPG that could have benefited the most from being delayed to 2013. I.e., more D. Best new RPG character. That, Mugen. No. <laughs> Mugen. E. Best new RPG boss character. Mugen's boss. Um, best RPG exclusive to a mobile platform. Wait. Mobile platform? Uh, you mean like iOS? Android? Yeah. Um, he doesn't specify. About, like Ash or something? Best RPG exclusive to a mobile platform. Uh, I think he's including, you know... 3DS and Vita in there, wouldn't you? Are you doing handhelds or not? Because mobile is not a handheld. Oh, oh now we have to have this argument. <clears throat> yes, we do. Handheld uh, versus mobile. That's They're both handheld and they're both mobile, though. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my Vita's chained to my <laughs> My Vita's too big to fit in my pocket. Therefore, it is not mobile. All right. Best RPG bargain of 2012, most bane for the buck. Most controversial RPG, I'm going to add a subcategory, most controversial RPG awards category for the mobile platform. Best mecha RPG, a.k.a. the Quinn PG. 
<laughs> I love that one. Quinn, you've got your own category. Yes, I know. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> RPG, uh, yeah. The the best mecha P- RPG hasn't come out. Well, hasn't arrived yet. Oh, what is it? Um, well, Super Robot Wars Original Generations 2. Which is, you know, wins by default. The game that I get on Tuesday. <laughs> it wins by default. I'm sorry, but it's Game of the Year 2012. All right. I've seen the YouTube videos. I don't care. Game of the Year 2012. <laughs> Next question. All right. Hello, I drive one of the biggest bias steamrollers on the site for this series. Mm. Jesus. All right. RPG that would most benefit by replacing the lead protagonist with a giant furry panda. Super Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> World of Warcraft. <laughs> Done. Done. All right. So th- those are some good categories. I will actually consider some of those when making my the best of show, which probably won't happen until January because, quite frankly, I don't like doing be- best of shows in December. I like to let the year end and people yeah, have a chance like to finish. nothing else coming out. Well, I'd like to have a chance to finish more then. <laughs> yeah, like that's going to happen. You yeah, I know. Now. I know. You're just going right, to play WoW. I should, but first I have a voicemail. <clears throat> okay. And I didn't cue it. Oh, no, that's the hill climb racing. That's the wrong thing. I destroyed everything! This is a funky voicemail. Yeah, it's getting you from the 70s. What's up? Yeah. Oh, I have to sign in. Oh my gosh, it's actual technology with logins. I was already signed into this thing! Ah, uh, it sucks. This this is best radio. No, we this? can talk about other stuff while we wait for him. Yeah, so, we can talk about yeah. things and stuff about him not being able to handle phones. I wonder, now that he's deliberations, I don't know how many of the big... What were the biggest RPGs of the year? Because I, I I don't feel like... Was it, was it Mass Effect 3 this year or last year? Yes, it was Mass Effect 3. It was... 13-2. Was 13-2. I guess 13-2 was this year, yeah. So oh, yeah. Well, The Witcher on 360 was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and gee, it's been a great RPG year. I'm having a real hard time. Th- oh, no, Skyrim was last year. Yeah, I'm having trouble because it's like at E3, it was like even when I didn't go, I just looked at the list and I'm like, what am I missing? The Last Story came out this year. The Last Story? Oh, yeah, that's sitting it's on my list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that Wii game I haven't played yet. Po- a new Pokemon came out this year that I haven't played. Like two, okay. Does anyone see a front runner for game of the year? Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> <laughs> it can't Sadly. win twice. I, I, Why not? Well, I think it can because it's actually a remake. Uh, so besides Persona 4 Golden, is there anything else? Really? It, it really shouldn't win because it it's, it's an enhanced port. It's not really a remake. But Oh, okay. I mean, honest, I can't. I, Mass Effect 3 was too... Def- uh, divisive that it, it seemed like early in the year that was going to be the default game RPG of the year, right? But now I'm thinking Darksiders 2 was a bomb. Well, I really thought Darksiders 2 was going to be like this awesome sauce anyway. So we some, had some other five out of fives, right? Like what? I don't know. Like no, what? I think it was just Persona, wasn't it? <laughs> reviews. We don't sort by date on our reviews, right? I don't know what we short by. Who wrote this thing? You. Fox. Oh. Well, he doesn't have dates as a category on the reviews, which really sucks. We should do that. We should totally do that. We should you know totally what we'd have to do to that, that first, so? We'd have to actually date our reviews. We should do that, too. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming that's not a very objectionable concept. 
Um, sticker no, star. It just means that we don't have anything in our database that currently dates them. No, you're right. I don't see sticker star winning at all. Harvest Moon, The Real Texas, Ragnarok Odyssey, Project X. He's just going through all of the reviews, not the good ones. No, this is just our little latest reviews. So this is just through mid-November. I, I don't have anything before that. I don't remember. Yeah. All right, chat room. Did you have any ideas? Uh, sticker star, no. Mugen Sos, no. Um, yeah, they're not even jumping up with anything. Yeah, and like The Witcher's not going to win because that's just a a port of a PC game. So like, yeah, <laughs> kind of stuck on like um, we no thing came out this year. I don't think anyone's saying anything. Mugen Souls? Could you say Mugen Souls and be done with it? Game of the year? No. The last story seemed pretty tepid too. No one really. I don't know. It's still my mantle. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have the voicemail up. Let's let's see if this helps us. All right. So that's no big fat zeros. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. That's repeating. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Noodles wrong. You can't oh, read. Oh, Xenoblade screen. came out this year, did it? <laughs> no, it no, was last year. It was last year. Okay. <laughs> Drizzle. Liar. Yeah. Otherwise, I might have mentioned Xenoblade, but it was last year. Hi guys. This is Greg, the hero killer. Did on the. That's really quiet, isn't it? Yeah. All I heard was serial killer. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Greg, the hero killer, Ed on the forums. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm calling to answer a few of your weekly questions and ask oh. one of my own. You were asking about uh, underrated video game soundtracks. I've always been particularly fond of the Lagaya 2 soundtrack by Hitoshi Sakamoto and... Yasunori Matsuda, that was always a very good one. You were also asking which video games you played under the influence. And uh, I remember a very trippy experience going over the 32-bit city of Parm playing Grandia and sitting way too close to a 40-inch TV while doing it. Weird. Anyway, uh, my question for you guys, uh, if you could turn another form of media, like an anime, a fantasy novel series, a comic book, into an RPG... Which would it be? Uh, John, I want two answers from you. I want a mecha answer and a non-mecha answer. <laughs> so, um, yeah. God damn it. Cool. <laughs> I love that. That's my one of my favorite voicemails we've ever gotten ever. Thank oh, you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to turn into a... Uh... I-, I can think of one right now off the bat, which is kind of cheating because it sort of exists already in Deus Ex, but Blade Runner. Blade Runner? Yeah. I think that world is just so dense and there's so much to do and see that it could make a great uh, RPG. Wait, hang on. Blade Runner was already turned into a game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but like RPG, RPG. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. RPG. Yeah, because I actually do remember playing the original point-and-click adventure, the one that came on four, four CDs back in like 1998 or something. You know, that, that's the funny thing. That's why I feel like it was cheating because that game's been – okay, it was, it was the Kojima game. What was that Kojima game called? Scanners or – Snatcher. It was ba- Snatcher was basically Blade Runner, and then there's a Blade Runner game, which was uh, the adventure game, and then there's Deus Ex, Human Revolution, which has a lot of Blade Runner vibes, and there's Cyberpunk, which is going to definitely take some of the Blade Runner aesthetic, and then there's Shadowrun Returns, and sh- the other two Shadowrun games, those RPGs on the Genesis and Super NES, which are also very Blade Runner. You know, I say that, but come- Blade Runner is so has been so influential to sci-fi that I feel like that game already exists, but I would love still love to see an actual RPG within that universe, modern 
I, would actually, be, I think I would actually be half inclined to agree with Manny on this one, that if they could do a really well put together RPG in the vein of, say, Deus Ex or something, but in the Blade Runner universe, that would be kind of cool. Are you a, are you a, a, an android or not? Are you a maybe, or not? Who knows? You know? Or maybe you choose. You can play as either uh, as someone hunting uh, replicants, or you can be a replicant, or you can be a guy who makes. Who knows? Or maybe they could have the. I think like the um, the um, the point and click adventure game where your choices during the game determined uh, the ending, which uh, kind of suggested you were either a replicant or you weren't. Ah, cool. You know, hopefully Cyberpunk will scratch that itch because I know that game is going to be an open. It's going to basically take place in one city, and they're going to put all of their efforts to make this one big open world city. And hopefully, they can capture that there. Oh, what well, nice some of those city? Things. Yeah, that will hopefully be cool. So, what's your mecha answer? The mecha answer, what? As in, what's what series or whatever I should turn into a game? Yeah. Um. Well, you see, the only kind of real things I can kind of give there is series that should be included in Super Robot Wars but haven't yet. Mm. Um, due to various issues or whatever. There's stuff like, um, God, uh, there's, I know there's several older stuff whose name temporarily escapes me, but there's also sort of slightly more recent stuff like Vandred, which was a very good series, but still hasn't cropped up in Super Robot Wars yet. Vandred was that, sci- was that sci-fi anime that's set on two different planets, one of which is entirely inhabited by men and one of which is entirely inhabited by women. It's a very strange series. I can see the bathhouse scenes already in that RPG. (laughs) I think I want an Escaflone RPG. Oh, yeah. Escaflone needs to be in Super Robot Wars. I can swear that was one in Japan. Oh, well, not here. You know, honestly, I would agree with uh, you. Say what, Manny? I was going to say, I agree with you. You know who who probably came the closest but failed miserably was um, the Sony game that you hate. Oh, White Knight Chronicles? Yeah, because it's sort of like big night mecha creatures yeah. big giant alright so that's they, probably a bad idea then no but it, hey it, we, we said Blade Runner but you well, just have to do it right it's well, let's all about go with Trigon instead then would that even work that probably wouldn't even work as an RPG I don't know they did full metal they might figure it out hmm. you know what I want I wouldn't mind a Star Trek RPG that sort of just Ooh. sort yeah. of like a you're like the captain of a ship, like a smaller they've, vessel and you. And well you they, see they've done so many adventure ones though it's kind of hard to say well now I want an RPG well, well, I think it's easy to say. Now I want to. Well, RPG. I see sort of like Mass Effect, oh, but like no just like, but in that universe. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's uh, you know, Manny, you just settled. I want a Mass Effect RPG. I want another one of those, not the shooters. I want an RPG. Uh-huh. Let's bring that out again, like Mass Effect One. But That'd just full really on cool. RPG. Start. Full yeah, on RPG. No more Shepard baloney. Let's just let's just enjoy the alien species in the world and drama between oh, them. You know what? That would work so well because like a, like a captain like Picard, he's all about talking. He's yeah. not about shooting people. Exactly. So you can just really pull in that com- that conversation system and sort of Perfect. you know negotiate like treaties and stuff with people. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? I actually thought of a good one that one would make a non RPG. No, no, I I got to do this. Hey, hey, but you sigh, but Michael, hey. They turned KOTOR into a great RPG. No one thought Star Wars would make a great RPG. And it was. Would that be the one that went free? No. no KOTOR. No. Knights of the Knights, Old Republic. Oh, okay. Those original ones. Yeah. 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 And oh, they made two of those. That was good. Yeah. Um, so I think would be a good game, a good series to turn into a game would be Berserk. And I know it has games. But what I think they should do is take it and turn it into a Dark Souls style game. Mm, I could see that. The aesthetic totally fits. Exactly. I think it'd be awesome. All right. Go ahead, Mike. Thundercats. Ooh, <laughs> win! 
That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Are there enough enemy rights in Thundercats? You have minions. the minions and stuff you can deal with, and you can have recurring bosses and that. I mean, they don't have to. How many, how many times have you played an RPG where the boss just runs away at the end? <laughs> It'd be like, fine. okay, but that has to be a short one. It's like 30 hours. I can't imagine that going on for 90. Oh, yeah, it's not going on for, it's not a Dragon Quest, but, you know, yeah, a 30-hour uh, RPG. Okay, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. That's I can I think want. of a lot of series, but, you know, the best RPG series, I mean, you know, it has to be, like, story-driven, maybe narrative-driven, strong characters. Because I could think of some cool things that would want to be a game, but I don't think they would make good RPGs. So, fun. You know, Quinn, this was actually Quinn just question. freaked me out in the chat room. I'm not going to say why. That's the worst thing I've ever seen, ever. That is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Do you know what that is, Mike? It's terrible. Uh, yeah, oh. it's terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's still funny. Oh. I'm not even saying that on the show. All right. Um, Moving on. We should move on. Um, for, I need to take a short break. I'm So we're going to be right back after this. Here we go. Insert the music now. Do, 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 do. Keep the chat room entertained. All right, we're back. Sorry, that was a very short break, right? So, all right. What do we got? We got our news time, people. Chris is finally back. Let's do this. Let's do this. Final Fantasy fourteen servers to reopen, or already reopen. They reopened on the... When did they reopen? The 21st. So they closed, and then I guess everybody complained, and they said, all right, we're going to bring them back up. Well, hang on, hang on. I remember mentioning in the podcast about two weeks ago that I said that there were rumors that they were thinking of doing that before they, the closure even happened. Well, they did it. Mm -hmm. But they said if the if the numbers drop below 30% of what, they don't say in the story. 30% um, of what they were in the final month. Okay. If they drop below 30% of what they were in the leading up to November, whenever they shut it off, they're going to shut the servers down again. And none of your progress carries forward to the new game. Yeah, this that is last save is already taken. This is just for you to have something to do. And it's only people who had an account that was eligible, uh, active as of September 30th. See, that I was a little confused about because I read one story where it said if you had played before September 30th and I had one read that says you were active before September 30th. So I haven't actually tried this because I'm active but I didn't... Well, I guess I logged in once. Uh, hmm. I was a little confused because if you had paid for it and not played the game, it sounded in some places like you couldn't play. So I was a little confused on that. I'll have to check. But now I can't check that out because I did log in to make sure my character was still there. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I don't know. This is kind of dumb. Um. But it's cost them money to do it, so I guess it's a nice gesture on their part. Well, they're just trying to keep interest up because um, ARR is taking longer than they said. All right. Our next story is a survey that they've got going, uh, the Half Minute Hero People. Um, who's running this in the U.S., by the way? I don't even know. X Half Wait, Minute Hero is Exceed. Exceed? Okay. They've got a survey up. It's on Survey Gizmo. I've got it linked in our delicious, delicious.com slash rpgamer slash 247. You'll see it in the links there. Um, you go to the survey... I guess it's on our homepage too, rpgamer.com. Uh, you go to the survey and you can take it and say, "Do you would you buy Half Minute 2, Hero 2 if it was released in the West? And just so you know, Half Minute Hero 2 is more RPG focused, which is, in my opinion, what the best part of Half Minute Hero 1 was. So 
There you go. And uh, you can give your feedback, and if they get enough responses, they might decide to go ahead and localize it. That would make me very sad if they got like a, like a great response in the survey and then no one bought it anyway. Yeah, that would be... And no that's fun. what worries me about internet surveys sometimes. It's easy to sign your name. So, what else we got? <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I mean, what else can you say to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Dragon's Dogma. Were you waiting for a patch for that to, before you decide to play it? No. Because that free no. patch that we've been talking about in the past, it's coming out on December 4th. It's going to add four new sets of equipment. It's going to add a hard difficulty mode and a speed run mode. And it'll be free. It's a free what patch. What was wrong with it that we needed the patch? Uh, it didn't have a hard difficulty mode and it didn't have a speed run mode and was missing four sets of equipment, apparently. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we waited for the patch. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was good. Good news. Etrian Odyssey Four. This is for you, Michael. I know. I know. I know. There is a date. I know. February twenty sixth, twenty thirteen, in North America. I don't know when it's coming out in Europe. It will. Let's see. Atlas said it's going to have a small art book and a music CD in the in the first shipment. So do your pre order and get all that stuff. Really quick question. Buy it early. I was going to ask, who's the face of, of Atlas right now? Don't know. Now the arm's gone. Don't know. Nobody said anything. All right. We'll have to wait and see who does whose hands show up in a video next. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping they're actually going to announce something, but they kind of just really I, have been quiet. Why would they announce something? That's Well, I mean, hi, here's the next thing, and then it was signed by someone, you know. Ah, okay. That, that'd be a much more clever way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, here's our next announcement for Astronauts 4, signed by X. And you're okay. like, oh, hey, cool, X is the new person. Or just some press releases, they put a name on the bottom, you know, something like that. Nothing. Mm. Yeah, because like, unlike most, like, even like Xseed, I mean, it's a small team, but they're not exactly, you know, associate one face with Xseed, but you do with Atlas, at least Aram, right? Well, Aram, yeah. Well, Aram, I mean, Aram. that's because Aram is the only one who stayed. They had Crystal, they had other people, but they just, Aram is the only one who stayed. And now Aram is gone, so we're like, there's this empty void in Atlas. Um, I'm trying to think. With Exceed, eh, I mean, it's... There's I mean, not it's one little, face, though. It, it's little Ken. It's mostly Jimmy. Hmm. But I don't know. It, it, yeah, I mean, they, they do work more as a group, but I, I kind of work with one or two at most, which is, I mean, even with uh, Nisa, I work with two. So, you know, it's not exactly... Always just been one. And when Crystal was at Atlas, I worked with Crystal too. So it wasn't only a ROM. But, <clears throat> you know. If you've been in the industry as long as Michael, you know everybody. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> yes, the legacy of I go to E3, I go wherever I want, no one cares. I don't know if they recognize me now. I have shaved. Mm. You shaved? Yeah. That's right. He's bald. He looks like the guy from uh, Walter from. Mm from Breaking Bad. Wow. Yeah, I decided I was starting to look a little too old, like I was looking 40. And Wait, I'm not bald 40. head or just your goatee thing? Just the face. Okay. I still have my luxurious hair. <laughs> there you go. All right. You, everyone said this is in the video podcast. Yeah. So, it, no. guys, remember, <laughs> do you guys remember that indie um, Genesis game that people made a, a Genesis game like well after the Genesis existed called Pure Solar? No. And, nope. like, they actually printed it and made copies of it and all that. 
No. All right. So now they've put it on Kickstarter and said, hey, we're going to make an HD version. And I'm just looking through this, and I'm kind of preferring the original Genesis art style to the HD art style. So I think I failed. Is it radically but, different? Um, no, it's HD-ified. Um, it's, it's the, it looks like the same art. It's just, you know, let's do it in high res for most things. It's really weird. There's some things in the art in the scene that aren't being up res, so I don't as much. So I don't understand. It's weird though. It's because most most indie games are going uh, that kind of pixel pixel art right now. Anyway. Yeah, I'm kind of preferring the pixel, but the, it's not that the HD looks bad. So I don't I don't know what they're going for. Um, it's very strange. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be HD. It is going to it, it. The Kickstarter's been funded, so they need 139,000. They got it, and they've got some stretch goals. Um, they're going to translate it from English into Japanese. Yes. Themselves? Do they speak Japanese? I don't know. They're doing <laughs> okay. a reverse localization. I love that. Uh, <laughs> to make it a legit JRPG. Now it's available in Japan. Um, it'll have Dreamcast extras. I don't know what that means. I'm scared. What are Dreamcast extras? Um, it's going to come with need... a VMU. I... Oh, God, no. That's what it says. But, I mean, how does that... Dreamcast. It's oh, oh my gosh! It's also going to be available on Dreamcast as part of this HD. The ports it's going to be on is Xbox 360, PC, Mac, Linux, and Dreamcast. <laughs> That's what because so there's companies, a, there are companies that disc? there are companies that do Dreamcast prints, right? So. Huh. Uh, yeah, that's still around. So they're going to do that, and it's going to be on Dreamcast. It'll be that it says they're going to make it sixteen by nine and have VMU support, is what it looks like based on the icons they have there. I was so, joking about the VMU support, but that's kind of cool. It, does Dreamcast do sixteen by nine? I don't know. I didn't have a Dreamcast. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have a sixteen by nine TV when I had a Dreamcast. Well, maybe yes. it does. I, I I don't think I'm. Uh, no, I don't think it does do sixteen nine. Well, it might be one of those things where if you it supports it if you stretch the screen. Some games would do that back I'd in the have day. To, I'd have to actually go downstairs and rewire my Dreamcast to check. Well, it, it's one of the things. Like, yeah, exactly. um, Final I'm Fantasy like, on the PS2 had this. Remember, Mike? Like Final Fantasy XII, I think, did this. Yeah, Final Fantasy XII had a 16 by 9 so mode. So. Even though it was not an HD console, it was 16 by 9 display, and if you stretched it, everything would look right. So well, they might be doing something like that. Yeah, because actually I remember when I did my HDTV, I'm like, okay, how's this look? And I was like, whoa. It's kind of cool. Actually kind of cool. So I mean, you're getting stretched pixels, thing, it but like, it's, yeah. it's still kind of neat. Um, all it right. didn't really tell it was stretched either. You're just kind of like, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Then they hit their next stretch goal, which was a director's cut, which I don't know what that is. Whatever. And then they're going to bring it out to Android and Ouya as well. It's so, just the same thing. Yeah, and now they're saying their next stretch goal is if they hit 200,000, they're going to bring it out on the Wii U, which I assume will be um, through the their little indie store on the eShop. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. And there's They're doing add-ons and all this other crap and stretch goals. And this is big. They're, they've got a lot of stuff going on here. And they've got guidebooks and all those other things. Um, if you want us to pay, I always like to look at what's the most expensive one. Come party with us in Paris, get the OST, plus all physical versions of the game, plus the limited edition poster, plus an invite for you and as many friends as you'd like to come party in Paris, though you, I think you have to pay for travel. Oh, wait, we'll pay round-trip airplane tickets for you and give you invites for all the friends. So that's yeah. awesome. Well, 7500 for that. It's sold out. <clears throat> the $3,000 one's sold out. The next $3,000 one's sold out. Wait, the $500 to go to Paris? Yeah, I would have bought that. I mean, $7,500. 7, 7, 7, <laughs> 
Oh, okay. That's 7,500 right. sold out. That's a lot um, of money. Let's see. The 999, they've got a few $999 ones, some prototypes, or, oh, a Pure Solar Xbox 360 system still available. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you want to be a sane person, I think 15 bucks gets you the game. So for PC, Mac, or Linux, downloadable code. If you want to start getting physical versions, then you got to go to like 45 or 49 or something like that. There's Pure Solar. So I, I've never played Pure Solar. I don't even know if it's any good. Um, it sure seems to kick around for a while, and this got a lot of attention. So hopefully, I don't know. It's one of those games oh. that I'm looking at and I'm thinking, why don't I just wait for it to come out and pay $15 for it then, right? Because they're going to charge you more when they come out. You're getting really? a cheaper rate. Really? Most of these games, yeah. Like, no. You can bu- this is not going to be a retail release, though. This is not going to be a $60 product. No, but they're going to charge you like I know. For example, Wasteland Two, it was like fifteen dollars at the thing. They're going to they're charging on their store. Like I think the minimum price you can pay is like thirty bucks now. Yeah, well, I'll wait till it's less than thirty bucks. Um, <laughs> then you wait in two months and you buy cheaper. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I'm just looking. You talk about putting it on the 360 as a digital download. You're not charging more than fifteen dollars for that. Yeah. Like same with the really Wii U. I mean, you're not doing 50, more than fifteen. All right, on but that. they actually. I know, like a lot of these people, the whole point was that you're going to get a game slightly cheaper. For yeah, supporting them early. I think it's just a pre-order, honestly, and you get to follow along as they make it. So I'll wait and see if they actually finish. And oh, then uh, I think uh, uh, last night it. another Kickstarter ended for a for a big RPG. Oh, what is it? Was it was called Sui Generous. It's the sort of like they described it as a Grand Theft Auto meets Morrowind. How do you spell it? S U I G N E R I S. I think it's a uh, bare metal is the name of the studio. Um, yeah, S U I G E N E R I S. I'm sorry, I'm not French like these guys. I don't know how to pronounce. It. Oh, it's from the Latin. Yeah, I'm not, Unique in its characteristics. What's the name of the studio? Bare Metal Entertainment. Yeah, they were just successful. Uh, they they reached their goal with like maybe a few hours to go. They were looking for 150,000 pounds, and they made 160. Oh, pounds! So this is not Kickstarter then? No, it is Kickstarter. They oh, Kickstarter was recently opened up to the UK. Oh. Okay, I don't. Yeah, it's not coming up for me. S U I G N E R I S. So it's um, it's ah, a, got it. Yeah. It's top down, isometric. Uh, kind of really this sort of physics space combat oh they spelled metal different that's why it's m-e-t-t-l-e yeah not that kind of metal you know test drum it looks very brown that's still early on Mm -hmm. so this is a western style game uh yeah i mean uh Open world RPG for the PC featuring dynamic story and physics-based gameplay. The entire, all the combat's physics-based. Yeah, we need more of those. I don't it looks interesting. <laughs> we I mean. don't have a lot of those. No, we don't. I, we kind of do, don't we? Uh, These are hard to do right. That's I always get worried about open world Western style RPGs. Like those are hard to do right. Yeah, they are. I'm a little bit more confident uh, I'm, after that Wasteland 2 story talk and hearing what they were doing. They're putting a lot of effort into the story. I don't know what the actual game is going to be like, but I know at least it's going to have some good writing right. and some interesting scenarios. 
and the ways and they're putting a lot of effort in and i remember you commented once that there was this article on joystick and it was like a why voice acting may not necessarily be the best choice for rpgs and you thought it was a stupid article but the reason why they can afford to put in so much work and so much because it's not voice acted at all voice acted yep so they're just focusing on lots of writing, lots of scenarios, lots of choice and consequences and how the, the, Brian Farrell keeps on saying how, you know, it's, it's ridiculous that we're putting so much content into the game. And when our players play, they're not even going to see half of it in one run through. So it's, you're right. It's hard. It's very hard. And these guys made a lot of like the Wasteland 2 guys made like three million dollars. These guys only made I don't know what the conversion rate is, but definitely a lot less than three million. Yeah. <laughs> Over two hundred thousand dollars, I bet. Yeah, a bit. So yeah. you're right. How can you make a, a big? How can you make Grand Theft Auto meets Morrowind with two hundred thousand dollars? I don't know. <laughs> Definitely no voice acting. Oh, that's for sure. All right. Well, let's hope they don't make any big mistakes like Final Fantasy fourteen did. Apparently, according to oh. <laughs> according to Naoki Yoshida, the new director of Final Fantasy fourteen, after the old guys were shuffled off to the side, uh, he said, "When I heard it was going to go on sale as planned after the beta, I thought that will probably be a big mistake." And he went on to say, "I think it would have been a good idea if they tried seeing what happened if they turned World of Warcraft into Final Fantasy." So because they they tried only to make something that was different from Final Fantasy XI, they ended up not with not much of anything. They should have said, hey, you, go play WoW for a year for inspiration. Unless you are a genius, you cannot make something completely new from nothing. Um, and let's see. He also says, if we did... Uh, yeah, they don't want to... Okay. And when asked about, you know, how high are the stakes for the reboot and making sure they don't repeat the same errors, he says, if we did repeat the same errors, it would be like at the level of destroying the company. I guess Square Enix has a lot of money invested in this. So this is... And I think, um, you know, you could probably take the World of Warcraft comments wrong. I think what he's trying to say is, hey, we kind of made an MMO without considering the other MMOs that have come out since our last MMO, and our only goal was just make something new instead of make something in the context of a world that has World of Warcraft and all these other things out there. And so that's a good sign, you know, that the director now realizes other MMOs exist, right? Well, I still say that the uh, whoever the hell was responsible up in the publisher wing of um, Square Enix, like the the the, the um, development team, did nothing wrong. Like, okay, okay, they did do some stuff wrong, but they didn't do anything wrong in that. Um, suddenly, some guy from upstairs in the company said, "Right, you know, you've had your two years or whatever. Press the, we're going to press the release button on it." It's like, no, give them more time. Um. Yeah, but I think um, Yoshida's done a good job at the very least of trying to turn that mess around. Well, let's hope so. Um, we've got a nice-looking game that that's coming, but uh, you know, who knows when we're actually going to get to play it. Michael well, stepped away at the what, wrong March, time. March next year or something, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's what I think they that said, was the rumor. who knows if it's going to happen. <laughs> it's easy to say stuff like that. <laughs> Well, I mean, Final Fantasy XI has its own expansion coming out in, what, 11, uh, January, I think yeah. it was? Hmm. Darn, why did Michael step away now? All right, we're going to come back to that, because I want his comments on that. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to skip ahead here to Skyrim is still going to get DLC on the PS3. <laughs> just, just, this is the story now, is every couple of weeks, Bethesda assures PS3 users that, yeah, you got, don't worry, you're going to get it. So this time, Pete Hines said... Um, there's still some things to sort, and we will continue to work on it. All con- and content will be coming to PS3. We'll give details when I have them. So, 
If you're a PS3 Skyrim owner and you didn't just jump on a 360 or PC version during the Black Friday sales, like what's you wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, that was probably the time to switch platforms was Black Friday. But you can um, you can know they're they're still working on it. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, all right. So here's a here's an interesting one. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition came out. Came out a few days ago. Didn't um, it come out? Didn't didn't it come out and then promptly crash? For some people. Yeah. So if you have an Intel integrated chipset and some NVIDIA chipsets, apparently it, it's not working so well. And then some people say, I have an AMD chipset and it's not working so well. And all the no, people on the forums. I just, I just remember, well, that's the point. I just remember trying to check the forums for some information about it and the forums were down. <laughs> yeah, the forums are now full of tech support threads. So there's, some, there's, a, there's a group of people out there who are having some technical issues. And there's uh, plenty uh, of people out there. Apparently also the, la- the Beamdog launcher also went down as well. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, you have to install. Speaking of having to install a proprietary installer, you've got to put on this Beamdog thing. That's... No, you don't. You oh. do not. Oh. They specifically, as a response to the Steam stuff, they you can just get the game and it just has a little launcher and it will check for updates. Oh, sweet. That's fantastic. I didn't hear that. You do not the client. Okay. I got the wrong impression from the forums. So, good. Oh. Yeah, you know what the funny thing is, I've been on those forums for a while, and they've uh, they've kind of turned, they've degenerated into a, a mess of complaints and entitlement. All right, but yeah, so uh, the launch might not be as bad as I'm thinking it is then, because the forums are very, very sounds terrible. And then I'm hearing from people on Twitter like, no, I'm playing it, it's fine. Uh, the only real limitation seems to be that uh, the resolution is 1024 by 768, and I think even for the UI. And if you have a resolution bigger than that, and you and you figure out you know how to get is? it to upscale, it'll look a little softened because it's still running at 1024 by 768. Go According ahead. to Trent Oster on Twitter, they were going to put out an or going to push out an HD content pack afterwards. Oh, beautiful! So that's that won't really help the in-game stuff because, like they said, they can't up-res that, but it would, no. should help um, the, the portraits in the UI. Yeah. Beautiful. Good to know. It's 20 bucks if you want to try it. Um, like I said, there are people who are playing it and they're having fun with it and they're enjoying it. And it is, uh, it's going to be coming for iOS soon. They had a bug, so they had to resubmit. So that's been pushed back by probably a week or two. Sure, though, you know, the funny thing is it's actually was never really delayed because they, for the longest time, for like six months, they've been saying we don't we do not have a launch date for the Mac App Store and the iOS version because we can't control when those get pushed out. Yeah. The people on the forums are like, well, maybe you should have pushed back your PC launch date, too, but whatever. Um, it, it's weird, though. It, it's, it's this weird sense of entitlement where you, you you want people to take all the time they, to finish the game, but then you don't really want them to take the time to finish the game. Yeah. I don't, I, it's yeah, weird, I don't. though. I feel like if, most If of it doesn't stuff- work on... Uh, actually, never mind. I shouldn't get into that. They have a really good reason why those chipsets are having problems, and it's because Intel's drivers are crap. But anyway... You know, the, like uh, I think, uh, like some people, some people mentioned on Twitter, like the big push, a lot, a lot of the reason for this uh, whole thing was to actually have a, I think a working version on macOS and especially on iOS, on iPad and Android. And to do that, they were doing like OpenGL, which works great on iOS and Android and and uh, uh, Macs. But unfortunately, those on the HD three thousand and then the HD four thousand uh, don't work very well. And I guess unless you're, you're buying a lot of Ultrabooks. That's not really a problem for most for most modern. Is it? Yeah, yeah most people complaining are complaining because they're on like an ultrabook or something, or yeah. something with an in, or a laptop, and pe- people really want to play this on a laptop. So I guess I guess the thing to think is if you have a discrete graphics card, like a card yeah. that you put in, you should be fine. Play it on your PC. If you want to play it mobile, maybe wait for the iPad version. 
you know, if you assuming you have an iPad or iOS device. And um, Android will be following like a little later in the year, they're hoping. Yeah. And the Mac edition is still on the way as well. They're waiting for yes. approval. So that should be soon as well. So apparently the Mac App Store approvals are much longer than the iOS approvals. Oh, interesting. They probably don't have as many people working on that. Um, yeah, you know, the funny thing is I may sound like I'm like, uh, what's it called? The PR arm for Baldur, for Baldur's <laughs> Gate. I know so much. The truth is I just follow Trent Oster on Twitter and he's very candid about everything. And if you, I've been following him for like, for like for like the last few months. And that's the reason why I know so much about the development of this project. Cause he just puts it out there. So if, if you want to stay up to date on what's going on, where these patches are coming, what, what they're working on, why it's not working. Just my suggestion, just follow him on Twitter and you'll know what's going on. Cool. Yeah, it's weird though. You know, some things get, become news. Oh. Like recently, a news story was that uh, that uh, remember Shadowrun Returns, the Kickstarter game. Mm-hmm. That uh, the new release window is like May and June. And that was like a big story that was going around on like tw- on like on Polygon, on Joystick, on Kotaku. And I'm thinking, how is this news? They said this like four months ago. Which one? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say- what? Oh, that Shadow Returns is now going to be coming out like May June time frame oh, instead of January. Okay. Mm-hmm. They said that during the Kickstarter when Kickstarter was still going. Mm. So no, I'm just saying it's not really news. Some of the stuff that gets passed around, I guess you have to wait for one small site to pick it up before all the bigger ones pick it up. So I kind of want to play this game, but I can't decide if I want to play it on PC or iPad. Why don't you do both? Because then it'll be forty dollars instead of twenty. Yeah, but um, once they get cloud saves working, you can just jump back and forth. Ooh, that's right. They don't have that in yet, but they're going to do that, aren't they? Yeah. All right, maybe I'll wait for that, and then I'll pick it up. Yeah, go for Mm. it. And then they should have a couple patches out, maybe the HD stuff. absolutely. That's a great idea. All right, I'm going to (laughs) wait. Thanks for talking me out of it. (laughs) Michael, you back? Uh Uh-huh. All right, so we got a story that we talked about when you weren't here. And Uh have you read this article about the the Final Fantasy XI director guy saying um, that the 14 launch was a big Four, mistake. The 14 director, Chris. Yeah, the 14 director, sorry. Yo, she's been saying that since the beginning. I don't know yeah. why this is news. Well, then he's saying stuff we probably should have played WoW first before we, we you know, we made our game. Well, I mean, that's the big <laughs> discussion has always been is after making 11 and then seeing WoW and seeing the popularity of WoW, I don't know how you can't ignore one of the most popular MMOs, find out what people like about it and use that as at least a consideration. Yeah. So he said exactly. They should have said, "Hey, you go play WoW for a year. <laughs> Unless you are a genius, you cannot make something completely new from nothing." I love his comments here. It's like so blatantly what everyone else is thinking, and he's just laying it out. So I think well, he's a good I guy think, to have in charge. Why, that's why I think Yoshida has done a very good job. Yeah, he seems to at least seems to know what he's talking about when it comes to development stuff like this. Yeah. Well, here, what I really like is he knows what he's talking about, and he's not afraid to say it. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, this was a screw up." And how many times can you find a Japanese person who will just say, my company screwed up? You never. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? The guy who left uh, Capcom. But oh, that's after Inafune. they leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're right. Yeah, yeah. it is only after they He's leave. He's still employed. Their active representative of this game and says, we screwed up. We're going to make it better. This is everything we did wrong. This is what we should have done. And people are like, hey, this might work. Because not only is he saying what we did wrong, but he's saying what we're getting influenced by, what we're fixing, and what you want to see. Uh, did you also see his comment where it sounds like if they mess up this la- relaunch of 14, it could destroy the company? Yeah, they've put so much money into this. Um, this would be a, almost as bad as hit as um, the Spirits, Spirits Within. Within. Yeah. yeah. Is it So was that guy who said that Square Enix merger was a disaster? May he be right? 
if this fails. Well, that Spirits well, Within ruined Square. That's why the Square Enix merger happened, because of the money Enix situation. Enix bought Square, yeah. because Square it was, was going to die. Oh, actually, speaking of Spirits Within, I saw some uh, rather hilarious thing uh, during the last week, which said that um, quite a bit of um, uh, visual design, particularly amongst kind of like the computer systems and whatnot in Mass Effect, was actually based off the designs from the Spirits Within. I thought they had cool computers in the Spirits Within, hi. That's a good yeah, choice. Yeah, but they, and they, yeah, and then Mass Effect kind of went, "Hey, that's a good idea." You know, the soldiers kind of look the same way too. Have you noticed? All they needed are blue eyes. I have not seen Spirits Within since the theater, so I don't. You remember. saw it in the theater. I did. I oh, saw it in the wow. theater. Well, yeah, I did. What did you guys think of it? It was a bad movie. <laughs> I thought it was. No, no, no. See, I thought it was a decent sci-fi project that didn't have anything to do with the word Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with uh, Mike on this one. I, I always thought um, that it could have done just fine. It would have done probably better without the Final Fantasy name attached to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought once they put Final Fantasy Spirits within, I was expecting something completely different than what I saw. Mm-hmm. That's well, a good point. More chocobos? Any chocobos? <laughs> exactly. There was no Final Fantasy in that other than there was, a, a yeah, fake the, live stream, basically. Yeah, there wasn't any swords. There wasn't any fantasy. It was yeah. all sci-fi. But it's sci-fi fantasy. Final science no. fantasy. Come on, it's like it's like when people it's call like, Star Wars. It's like Fantasy uh, 13, you know? It's like when people call Star Wars fantasy. You still I have mean, swords and stuff in 13. Oh, you're right. Mm. And magic. And magic. Yeah. yeah, there was no magic either. Te- techno mage. You're right. Like Babylon yeah. 5, techno mages, right? No? You know what? He's, his Star Wars is more fantasy than the Spirits yes, Within. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. Star Wars is fantasy sci-fi. I mean, that's yeah, the it's, point it's of it. Yeah, space wizards. Yeah. Yeah. With there's the, you know magic and powers and stuff, and Spirits Within was it's a techie stuff that's a really good looking video that went on a little too long and didn't really do anything Final Fantasy. <laughs> Yeah. Remember how realistic that looked at the time? Everyone was blowing their minds. I remember, uh, what was her name? Dr. She was on the cover of, uh, was it Maxim or Stuff for Men? And everyone was like, wow, she's so hot and so realistic. And if you go back and look at it now, it looks terrible. It doesn't look terrible. I mean, especially for. It's aged poorly. Yeah. I think if you try to blow it, well, other thing was it, it, you can't blow it up in high def or it'll just fall apart. Well, Does, for one thing, it, it, she, it, it's not realistic enough that you should put her on the cover of a men's magazine thinking, <laughs> you know, she's not that realistic looking. That men are going to be looking and going, oh, yeah. It's Maxim. They're only looking at two parts anyway. <laughs> yeah, the, the pixels and the pixels. Yeah, the pixels and the blurry pixels. <laughs> I saw this for sale on Blu-ray over Black Friday and decided not to buy it. Um, I wouldn't. No, I did get a Blu-ray for Black Friday, though. Which is a great deal. Isn't there a a a disc-only feature that has them dancing to Michael Jackson's Thriller or something like that? Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, that reminds me that uh, Larkin Seal did the soundtrack, and they have the music video where a bunch of soldiers are singing the song. Wait, 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 wait! That Larkin Seal, the the Japanese band. Yeah, yeah, with Hyde. They did the oh, theme song, Christ. Spirits Within, and the ending theme. And there's a music video of a bunch of soldiers who are supposedly them singing to the music in front of the live stream. Lols. Yes. It looks like the Blu-ray may not have the Thriller video, which kind of sucks. Oh, but you uh, just watch the Lark and Seal video on Twitter. I, mean, I like YouTube. Lark on CL. Come on. Am I pronouncing it wrong? I'm sorry. 
No, I, 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 I'm trying to remember what I, I know. I like at least one of Larkin Seal's song. I think it's Didn't one of the do, ones they did for Gundam or something. Wasn't the end song from Inuyasha one of theirs? Everything. I, you know what? If it's an Aniplex thing, you better believe some Sony Music Japan studios on it, because they're owned by the same company. As a matter of fact, yeah, the, the uh, Aniplex they used they used their animes to debut new artists. That's how Nana got her start with the, the ending theme song to. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and I know way too much about anime for someone who doesn't watch it. Oh yeah, no, for they know they did Full Metal Alchemist. That's, that's the one I remember. Yeah, and they did Ready Steady Go on the Full Metal Alchemist soundtrack. Yeah, that was it. Ready Steady Go was theirs because uh, that also appeared in um, uh, the uh, Owen Dan, the Elite Beat Agents in Japan, yep. as the fi- as the final song, no less. I know too much about this. <laughs> hey, there it is. Ready Steady Go. Okay. Mm, ah, what am I? Right, the song I'm thinking of is oh, is Duo's Infinity. Never mind, I had the wrong band. That uh, Duo's uh, Infinity. The, the um, the the Gundam one I was thinking on was uh, Daybreak Spell, which is the first opening to Gundam Double O. Mm. Daybreak Spell, right, right. And then they had Brilliant Green did the one for. Oh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? What did this become the G- the Weeboo Hour? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but what do I buy? No, I don't want the spirits within. What am I even thinking about this for? Oh, turn this off. I don't want it. Just for the thriller video, I found it on YouTube or something or torrent. I, I like that. This entire conversation devolved into us buying Blu-ray versions of a movie that no one really liked. Not <laughs> <laughs> spending money on that crap. I'm never going to watch it. All right. Star Wars: The Old Republic writer says free-to-play transition allows more stories. So we go from you know, speaking of Star Wars and speaking of MMOs that have issues, we have The Old Republic. It's still out there. It went free-to-play. Um, so one of the writers said, quote, if anything, the older public's transition to a free-to-play game will create more opportunities to advance the epic story arcs and interesting characters we introduced when the game first launched. Uh, we don't want to spoil any of the surprises. We can say that the players have a lot to look forward to in the future. The war between the Galactic Republic and the Sith Empire is only getting started, and there are powerful new factions rising up to make trouble for both sides. So It so, doesn't, change, doesn't change the fact that it's still grindy as hell. Yeah. Who owns that game? EA. Entirely? What do you I mean? believe so. LucasArts has nothing, no ownership no, involved? I, that, that was all by no, no, I think I think EA have basically a license from LucasArts to use the Star Wars IP because... Uh, okay, good. I, I seem to remember something about LucasArts taking it back off... Uh, who were the guys who made Star Wars Galaxies? Oh, that was Sony, wasn't it? I mean, this is the whole point of why it's older public, so that LucasArts doesn't have to do oversight, right? Was it? I think that was part I mean, of it. That's yeah. why they did Old Republic to begin with, you know? <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. I didn't want to deal with this. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah. I still haven't gotten my account unlocked because I found out the only way to, I have an authenticator on it and I lost a serial number in, a, in an iPhone transition. So my authenticator isn't linked up right. So I can't, I have to get my authenticator taken off my Old Republic account. The only way to do that is to go and sit on hold for an hour. They, they can't do it over email. I, I tried, and they said, no, you have to call. I called for 45 minutes and said, I need to go do something else right now, and I have not called back. So good job, EA. Good job. But you're not paying anymore, right? No, I'm not paying. Haven't been okay. paying for a while, but um, no. Yeah, you, you're right. That would suck if I was trying to cancel. Then you and couldn't. And you're, I hit, yeah. You're oh. still getting paid monthly? Oh, oh I'd yeah. probably dispute the charge or something. Oh, that's awful. Oh. <laughs> You're right. I've got it pretty good. I didn't think about it that way. 
Oh, that's so the end of our news. Free time to do other things instead Man, of play Star Wars. Man, you got some uh, additional news stories for me at all? Or are we good? Uh, just one. Apparently, let me see. Dragon Age 3 will be released in 2014 for next-gen consoles, according to one developer's resume. <laughs> that's what we're going on now? Developer resumes? Hey, it's, things have been leaked there before. Wait, how oh, is it on uh, a resume? Okay, apparent, Okay, so Dragon Age 3 Inquisition will be published on the next generation platforms. and or It's apparently according to the LinkedIn profile of a level designer from uh, EA Shanghai. Oh, it's a LinkedIn profile. All right. Yeah. It's a little different. So uh, basically, that's it. Next gen consoles 2014 based off someone's resume. I could have told you that just by guessing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I've got a guess. 2015. No, wait, you're no. right. 2014, it won't be That's any good. Far. Let's do that. Yeah. 2015, okay, so it might be actually good. <laughs> so what are the big RPGs of 2012 then? I mean, 2013. Anything on the horizon? We're done. We're going to have to find new genres. The site's going in the tubes. We got, we're done. Hey, oh, we come back next week for, for the, the FPS cast. We'll be talking about Black Ops 2 and our new, <laughs> our new uh, guild, the FPS, FPS Gamer. <laughs> FPS Gamer. FPS Gamer. Let me just change a couple we letters. We can keep all the same art. Well, we got one extra letter, but it's the same capitalization style and everything. FPS Gamer. It's perfect. No? Mm-hmm. Just give Lana a gun and you're done. The tail actually turns into a weapon. A laser. Though. Laser tail. Done. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Put a little eyepiece on her. So it's oh, like she's got a little, ha- a little HUD. A, a scope on it. <laughs> no, just a little eyepiece on her. Like a, one of those things that it's just a yellow piece of plastic in front of one of her eyes. So it's like a, yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah. a Are HUD. you talking like Last Starfighter kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, like she's like a little bit, she's a cyber dragon now, man. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just a little flip up HUD for her one eye. So I'm going to be sad because I don't even see Cyberpunk coming out next year either. I don't see any big RPGs coming out next year. I, I think at the moment most of the stuff most of the stuff I'm Dragon waiting Quest on is like yeah, be exciting. Michael says okay. Dragon Quest 10 and John yeah. surely has some sort of mecha game that's coming exactly. uh, actually I don't know what Banpresto are doing post uh, the one they've just released alright so here let me get you guys here's what we got for upcoming games because um, okay. the, half the stuff on our upcoming list has no dates so it's all out there Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch Oh, yeah. has to for that. It has to. That That's has to January twenty second. That's coming next year. Generations of Chaos Six. Um, okay, I'm guessing that's safe to assume. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Four. We know that's coming. Okay. Um, Monster Hunter Three Ultimate for the Wii. I'm looking okay. forward to that. Star- South Park: The Sick of Truth might Which that, push that's into... been delayed until twenty. 20- no, that is next year, or isn't yeah. it? Because yeah, yeah. Actually, that has to come out, or else THQ disappears and turns into a pumpkin, okay, okay. right? No, the I thought they were turning. I thought South they were disappearing anyway. Dead Island Riptide. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final Fantasy fourteen has to come out next year, maybe. Q. No, it will. It's going to be Q one too. It They're has already to doing for Alpha financial. in Japan. Okay, but hopefully that's good. I, I'm worried that they have not had enough time to remake that game. I don't to know. do what They've they need to do, I think they need more time. Yeah, that's worrisome. For an MMO to well, remake it? Well, they had a base to go on with all the changes they were oh, doing. Oh, man. They're just mostly, this is mostly like the rebirth of the Outer World and one change to the server system. Then it, when they launch, there better not be much to do because they're really taking their time or something. I'm concerned. I'm excited. But all right. Whatever. Fire Emblem 3DS. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fire Emblem 3DS, I might care. Lightning Returns, Final <laughs> Fantasy 13. 
There you go. That's probably the most interesting thing on the list so far. Is it really an RPG? Yes, it's really an RPG. You sure it's not a cooking game? I'm sure it's not a cooking game. <laughs> All right. Cooking, cooking game. Where, where did we get a cooking game from that? Random genre. Because I haven't really found any about Lightning Returns that I'm like, ooh, boy, B, I want to play this. It's more Lightning. And they're going to wrap up the story, maybe. Yay, maybe. Yay, fan service. Um, how about uh, Tales of Zillia? Uh, you mean the game that I've practically finished already? Well, yeah, other than you. Well, wasn't that game like at an E3 I went to? Yeah, maybe. And it I didn't come out, and it's still working on not I coming out? I have no in? idea. I have no idea. Sacred 3? No? Um, Dragon <laughs> Fantasy? The new Dragon Fantasy? Did any of you play the mobile RPG Dragon Fantasy? It's really good. That's not uh, a big release, but yeah. Not uh, yet. Nope. It should. It's good. The okay. La- uh, no, that's not right. I can um, think of two more. Shadowrun Returns and Wasteland 2. Shadowrun Returns and Wasteland 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those two. That, so next year is actually going to be a big PC year with a lot of Kickstarter games coming out, won't it? Yeah, and a lot of smaller the, uh, games. Yeah, the, the, the Kickstarter stuff I think I'm waiting for just aren't RPGs. This is like, weird, guys. The, Do you... The, um, I was yeah. going to say the alpha and beta for um, Star Citizen should be out sometime next year. Uh, Strike Suit Zero should be out next year. Uh, Maybe there's a bunch of other stuff. Go to E3 next year. Maya. This is this is this is weird because remember the last time consoles ended, there was tons of RPGs coming out for the old consoles. Yeah. This time it's like everyone's just not doing it. They're just waiting. Let's yeah. see what's next. When I say like, when the next when I say the next big RPG, I'm usually thinking like the next something that sort of captures everyone's attention, like the next Skyrim, the next you know no. the next big numbered Final Fantasy, the next you know what I mean, the next yeah. Dragon yeah. Age. Yeah, Where, where's our Final Fantasy 15? I mean, we'll maybe we'll have a Diablo expansion. No, that's not yeah right. No, all right. It took them three years to put a Heart of the Swarm. It's not even two, out yet. Two years. Let me see. It's, it's 2010. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's gonna be. Oh, it's still not. <laughs> all right, two and a half years. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. How long do you think it's to do a, a new Diablo? Forget mm-hmm. about it. Um. All right. So South Park Divinity Wait, Original Diablo Sin came out this year. It did. Is that gonna be anyone's game of the year? The, um. No. <laughs> Actually, I like a the game on but that. I, Huh? Xenoblade is yes. active for Game of the yeah, Year because Xenoblade it came out in April. Year. Yep, April okay. 2012. So there you go. Xenoblade and Diablo 3. Those are two games that we all just we Xenoblade just is probably the one that would win that. I yeah. can't imagine how many people are yelling at us now. Yeah. Oh, Xenoblade and Diablo! Yeah. 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 I can't believe that Chris is the one who missed Diablo 3. I know, right. Torchlight. <laughs> Torchlight 2 as well. You missed Torchlight 2, Manny. I'd not... That's not game of the year. No, yeah. and I think Diablo three is also not game of the year. Um, yeah, I like it, Diablo three, but no, it's not game of the year. Um, I'd rather give the nod to Mass Effect over Diablo three. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's a it's a good game, but it's not really my full RPG. Yes. Uh, let's see what we got. Um, no, that's pretty much it, guys. That's not much. Project Eternity. No, that's twenty fourteen. Um, shoot. I've got D- Divinity Original Sin. Uh, that's all we got. So, um, yeah. So, some Windows PCs, worrisome end of console life cycles. What's going on with the RPGs? Ugh. So, let's I, wrap up. What? I think it just took too long. Like, we've been waiting for the new, like, they've been pushing, like, we're going to do the console, we're not going to do the console. We're doing the console, we're not going to do the console. So, do you and, think maybe uh, everyone's holding back to do launch RPGs on the new hardware when that's announced? I just don't think launch RPGs are possible because of the build time you have. I think it's just been like, 
maybe we should see what's going to be the front runner and you don't really find a front runner then you're like well maybe next generation will be different and so you don't want to like i'm going to jump on the sony console and then not have it be very good like the ps3 started out and so rpgs are really hard to do because they're going to take years and years and you're really not going to make any more money than if you did a you know quick action game that's what i've noticed as a trend is i mean with WB doing War in the North, they spent years and years on it, and they would have just as they made just as much doing a game they worked on for eight months. You know, it's one of those probably more to be honest. <laughs> no overall revenue because it just took so long to make. It's a higher risk, and if you're a, War in the North a, took that long to make. War in the North was in, was I was on at WB the entire time the War in the North project was man, in, and that was such a short game too. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're supposed to play it three times. Oh, whatever. Yeah, because your, your saves got erased each time. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was just no, they, each character each time. No, because it hours. keeps resetting where you are. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a two-year project, and that's because that of your art assets, I think. All right. There were a lot of reasons. So I'm oh, not okay. going to go into. You're not going to go into it. <laughs> All right. But well, yeah. yeah. I think the RPGs are a higher risk now, and people are finding it's just kind of. Not really what they want to go for. So, guys, if you're in RPGs, find some indie developers you like. <laughs> I'm sure the Penny Arcade guys will have something out. Like the Rain Slick Precipice of Arknick guys. Rain Slick 4, I think, will be out next year. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so that, should that be the question of the week, then? What's the, what game are you most anti- What's your most anticipated game for 2013? Yes, absolutely. That's the question. And can it be like, I don't know yet, but it should come? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so reviews up on the site this week. Ragnarok Tactics and Persona 4 Golden. Hint, one of those got a 5 out of 5. You guess which. And uh, that's it for the show. Had if you'd like to... What? Had to be Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to leave a feedback for the show, it's podcast at rpgamer.com. You can send us an email or an MP3 file. We'll play it right here on the show. You can also call us at 608-729-4098. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rpgamer. I'm Sabma1001 on Twitter. Michael is... M. Tidwell. Manny is Marino. Marino. M E R I N O E M. Marino E M. And John isn't on Twitter. Yes, I. Chris. Yes. Little, God damn it. <laughs> you know, as I was saying it, I knew it was wrong, and then I realized, nah, I'll go with I'm it. I'm just going to go with it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on Twitter? Mecca Quinn. Mecca Quinn. How can you miss that, dude? I don't know. It's Mecca and Quinn. M-E-C-H-A-Q-U-Y-N. Same thing on Twitch. I should be streaming on Tuesday with any luck. There you go. Twitch.tv slash Quinn. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. It was a nice little long one. Uh, hope yeah, because someone good... had to take a bathroom break oh. and we're stuck talking about vending machines. Oh, no. Maybe you'll hear that after the show. Maybe you won't. All right. Uh, uh, maybe. See you next week, everybody. Go get some lunch. Bye-bye. Bye. It's raining. How sad. Lunchtime. Bye. Keith and Chatroom Entertainment. We have Quinn for that, apparently. Anyway, good stuff.
Hey, look, we've got a perfect example of dead air. Well, that's because we're not live. We're just sitting there thinking. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if Chris turned the turned the recording off. You know, this is all going to be in the bonus track. Get up, so we Mark. Can say, say, say your incredibly racist or homophobic things right now. Well, now you can say what, what you said in the chat room because you won't record this. Do we? Must we? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you could have. <laughs> so wait, did he actually? So that was just, it. Was just a drink, though. Did the resemble? It was designed to resemble it. Yeah, a drink designed to resemble it. So what did they use? Just egg whites or something? I've got no idea, and to be brutally honest, I don't want don't to know. Don't care. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the article mentioned it, other than um, I think a sort of noted reluctance to drink it. Did you guys see that article that's been floating around the internet lately? Uh, five reasons why Japan. Wait, five things people don't tell you about living in Japan. Uh, I haven't seen. I can Google this, I suppose. So, like, article going around where, like, uh, you know, Japan isn't like the future. Like, not everyone in Japan. Guess what? There isn't porn on every like there aren't porn game shows on the TV at night during golden hour and uh, it's not a high tech. You know, like little game shows at all. Hmm? Very sad. I went. I was in Japan. I couldn't find any porn game shows at all. Porn game shows? Yeah, because that's just porn. You have to go to a shop. You have to go to a. Uh, I I think I kind of. I think I actually know most of these. I mean, sure. I only lived in Japan for like five and a half months or so. Oh, but there's I there's definitely some kids who have this fantasy of what Japan really is. Oh, you found the article already, Quinn? Yeah, I found the article already. Yeah. Like Japan isn't like the moon base that everyone thinks it is. The moon base. I don't know. I went there. I was glad to go home. I thought it was just too crowded. Did you go to a busy city? Because the rural areas are pretty empty. I went to Tokyo, yeah. But that's where, I mean, if I was trying to find a technical job, I would have to work in a city. And then if I had to work in a city, then I have to live in the city because I'm sure not taking a train for an hour. And after that, I was kind of downhill. I'm like, eh, just go home and do that. No, but I just sort of like the article because I just feel like there's so many, like, especially the kids that I knew growing up, they were like, Japan was this fantasy land. Samurais were better than everything. Any special forces group, if you had one ninja, could could totally beat the entire, you know, this kind of stuff. And I'm going to go to live in Japan and get a Japanese wife, and it's going to be great. We're going to watch Japanese game porn shows every night. I'm going to live on the moon base. <laughs> it's like, what fantasy world do you live in that you think this that this make-believe country in your head actually exists? The one in their basement of their mom's house? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> No, but yeah, you know, it's like, but that's the, the like the article sort of just like, hey, you know, this is a real place. It's just, it's as boring as your hometown. Guess what? It's just. It's I wouldn't go though. I mean, it it has an exotic feel to it because it is a different culture, and you do, you kind of feel you you know get to be immersed differently. But yeah, when it comes down to like, hey, you have to live here, work every day, you know. You're not going to have this really intense, awesome fantasy. You're going to have to go to work. You're going to have to work a lot. You're going to have to deal with lots of people and lots of traffic. And, you're going to yeah, take the subway every day. Exactly. You're going to pay your yeah, bills. Yeah, you're going like to get crammed else. into trains. And, you know, it's not going to be this super glamorous fun time, even if you had on vacation, because, you know, now you have to work for a living. It's a little different. I mean, if I just hung around Seattle and could screw around and wander around New Dub and go up the Space Needle and have all these fun things. Yeah, it would be around. this crazy fantasy world, right? <laughs> It'd be great. I could just do whatever I wanted. It's your best vacation. But, oh, now I have to go back to work? Well, that's no fun. Yeah, but living in a big city is different than than living in like a small little podunk sound. 
um, even in well, the U.S. Um, so you have opportunities in Tokyo or some place in Japan that you just don't have here. I mean, even if you're working, you have the opportunity on any given night or on any weekend to go down to Akihabara and look at old game shops and stuff. You don't but have that opportunity. You're into that, though, right? Yeah, um, assuming well, you're into that, right? I do. Yeah, I, I mean, there are things you could do, and I, I say you could. I would think that you could enjoy years in a place like that, and and before it really feels like okay, I'm kind of done, and I want to well, do we'll something just, new, yeah, different. Yeah. But I would say like the article people are posting around because it's like I think people go with this preconception that like it's you know you sort of the, it's easy to to like ah, if like well, I was yeah, once I was in a Chinese class once, and um, my sort of this sort of. Inst- this like sort of sidetrack, but like into China, sort of racism and like that comes from like sort of in China against the Japanese and and like people are sitting around talking about how weird and gross the Japanese. Oh, they do this in Japan. Can you believe that? And like she's telling this story and everyone in the class is like, oh yeah, I hear that about that. And I'm sitting there thinking like, are you joking? We're sitting here in UCLA, and like literally like five miles away is the porn capital of the world. You know, the San Fernando Valley, and we're sitting here throwing stones. Not at anymore. The oh yeah, not anymore because of the condom rules. <laughs> but. <laughs> But I just feel like there's a sort of I didn't put like this this like easy stereotype that happens on the internet now that you can just be like oh this is what this is this all oh, those those Japanese are so weird and they're so crazy oh it's moon base oh they're all perfect it's like come on it's just yeah, like like Michael saying they're just normal people going to work every day it's not that like this crazy fantasy that everyone makes it out to be I don't know I do have to admit when I'm walking to you know the store there were women in maid outfits. Jumping around, being excited. So you know, yeah, yeah. They weren't selling their used panties in the vending machine. <laughs> no, that I, don't, I didn't. No, I did not see any panty vending machines, and that's like the first thing everybody asked me. Exactly. Any weird vending machines? No, thank you. I didn't. Exactly I, I, did, I did find beer vending machines, which I thought. I was, don't even know that I found that. Yeah, you had to go. You have to look for it. It's like I the would, panty vending machines. You have to really know where that sort of crap I, is. Yeah, and the panty ones find like they're in like the light district anyway, right? Because you need your friend to get a new pair or something. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if you're down in the bar scene, then you just had, you know, there were. You know, oh, okay. Beer yeah, I wasn't in the bar scene ever. So. Yeah, I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I was, was drinking was, then. I was drinking there then. Well, no, but it was it was the. I mean, it was Giza. It wasn't like it was, you know, Slumville. Oh, see, I never went over to Giza. Really? Yeah. That's where I, we stayed. I know. Um, I also never made it over to Shibuya. <sighs> what did you feel. do in Japan? I, I did a lot of Akihabara. Super, he spent the entire vacation in Super Potato. No, Fair not all of it. Um, well, I only had like five days of free time in Tokyo. Yeah, remember? day one was on the first floor. Day two was on the third floor. <laughs> there was a couple days there um um tgs really? was in there and tokyo disney was in there and um mm. some other districts. how was tokyo disney i i liked it i actually it's thought it was really good from like disneyland and uh, no it's and it's very much like a disneyland oh well, i haven't been to disneyland okay. I, I was comparing it to what? disney world it feels yeah i haven't been to disneyland i've only been to disney world wow uh, it's the better one right so well, oh, no. if you want the original and the history, you go to the Anaheim one, right? I don't want the history. I want what's more fancy. <laughs> well, it's an entire and, and I don't know what that is because I've never been to Disneyland, so I couldn't tell you. But I really like Tokyo Disney. It was exceptionally clean, even compared to regular Disney, which was amazing because regular Disney's also exceptionally clean. Um, it was... <laughs> And Tokyo and Disney Sea is just a different organization of everything than I've ever seen. It was centered around Water Lagoon and all this stuff, and I thought that is was really busy? cool. Um, yeah, it was really busy. Um, okay. I was it was 
is late September, but you know, it was it was really good weather, so it was super busy. You know, the funny thing is, in my brain, I just don't imagine other countries are just having the kind of like the fanaticism. Oh for yeah, Disneyland Tokyo do. Disney does. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's I know Euro Disney was infamous the for where... being empty, right? And the monorails cost money there. Oh, they charge it's... you to go on the monorail. Yeah, you Ooh. go there from the parking or from the 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 train line drop off point, and then you take it. Oh, it kind of goes around the park and then takes you to the entrance. And it's it's a total you know one hundred two hundred yen uh, money sink, but it's a fun thing. Oh, you get to ride the monorail, but you're paying. Wait, for the monorail it. in Disney World costs too. No. It's free. Yeah. No, it's free. No. I yeah, I was there will. last year. You just get on. It's just to get you where you need to go. They built it because you need it. <laughs> it's just how you get to places. Oh, speaking of this, Japanese, very uniquely Japanese Disney things. Have you guys seen? Noodle the says Disneyland is better. Go ahead. Have you guys seen the Voltron uh, Disney characters? No. They're like, like they're like robot versions of Disney of like Mickey, um, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, the tugboat from Steamboat Willie, Goofy, and Donald. And they you deconstruct them and they turn them into a Voltron. Awesome. It actually looks really cool. It's like I really – I'm not even a Disney fan, but I really wanted that set. This is all going to be the B-roll after the credits? Yeah, apparently. All right. Let's get started. <laughs> Just the news and then we should be good to go. So, <clears throat> And Quinn's still here, right? Oh, I'm still here. 